I do this. Uh, Get it started. Honeybach. Dude, that's a good beer, though. It's a great beer. Yeah. And I was just informed that uh, today's guest, Dalton Kennerly. (laughs) It's kind of awkward when it's just two people in a room and you have to introduce somebody. How often do you like just have one-on-ones usually? (sighs) Actually here lately a lot. Really? Yeah. Like a whole lot. Uh, Who have you had in here? uh, Sam Allen. Okay. I had Jeremy Baker the last episode. Uh, You know, a few. I've been doing a lot of one-on-ones actually. Nice. I need to do some more group shit. I got one I want to do about pot and stuff, you know, and then yeah. I got one I want to do with a buddy of mine who's a uh, app developer. Yeah. Because I like to nerd out on weird shit like that. He's yes. super intelligent. And I'm just like, ah, I got it. I want to know more. You <laughs> tell know? me. Tell me and tell everybody else. But so I originally asked you to be here because you came on, I think it was like, day three of the rebuild the stage thing. Yeah. And we were working, uh, to put every, like the last few pieces together. Yeah. It was pretty much just like a skeleton still when I got in there. And yeah. Then, we were decking it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Putting the plywood down. And you told me that you're in film school. Yep. And I was like, so you're in levels and in film school. That's two things. Yep. Let's get together and talk about that. So we can do it. I, I'm a massive film fan. Actually, I've been falling behind on here uh, about uh, trying to get more like um, like movie reviews and stuff. Like yeah. I go to the I go to the movies every week. I just got done at the movies. Actually, did you? What'd you see? Yeah, uh, I saw that scary movie Ma. Oh, how was it? Mm, yeah, to be honest, I heard. Yeah, I give it like maybe a four. Oh no. Yeah, it's low, man. Out of ten. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But, I heard. I heard the actress did phenomenal i heard it was yeah. basically everything else yeah absolutely like yeah. the main girl on there like the younger girl yeah she pretty much killed it but yeah some stuff was definitely cheesy and uh they yeah. did they didn't spend a lot of the budget on the cgf stuff really <laughs> yeah. oh man i kind of wanted to see it but now i'm probably just going to be like it'll be on netflix someday Maybe, yeah <laughs> i would definitely not pay money to see it again. really yeah damn yeah even though I really don't, I have this thing called AMC Movie List. Oh, yeah. It's 20 bucks a month, and you can see 12 films a month. And the tickets like go over if you don't use them? No. No? But it's 12 a month. I oh. mean, it's... Well, one of them does it where like you buy the tickets, and then they roll over. That might be Movie Pass, but I think Movie Pass is defunct now. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I think the only one right now is AMC was, Movie List. It's a Cinemark thing, so it might be because it's not AMC Theater. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe if it's Cinemark, I need to switch because they have the better... At least here in Arkansas. Yeah. I would say out of state, AMC, AMC is the shit. Yeah. But here we have one and it's. Eh. Yeah, there's not a lot. Like, I see them all the time when we're on the road. I see AMCs all over the place. Everywhere yeah. except here. Yeah. We have one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's probably the le- the least one I've ever been in. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I go to, my family's from Texas, so I go there all the fucking oh, yeah. time. And that's their King Dingling. They have a giant AMC there. It's where we always go. Yep. You know? <clears throat> Is that hey, the one? Is that the one now by Gas Monkey? I'm not sure. I haven't seen Gas Monkey, but it's the one that there's like a bowling alley like right next door. Okay, there's a, Texas is big. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, there's like 400 AMC movie yeah. theaters in Dallas. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> and we get one. Yeah, yeah, we get fucking one. Actually, there's one in Hot Springs, but I don't count that one because. Oh yeah. I mean, I love Hot Springs to death, but, but it's a little, a little bitty rinky dink thing, man. I'm yeah. not, I'm not about that. I like to 
biggest screen I can get and guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If I'm going to the movies, I want to go to the fucking movies. Yes. <laughs> yes. So what are you doing in film school, man? I know film is such a broad thing. There's yeah. 4,000 jobs on a movie. Uh, so yeah. And a lot of people don't know that. I feel like it's like, it's, it is weird. People think, Oh, you know, directors, some actors, it's yeah. like teams and teams of people. Yes. Like just take a second and look at the credits after the movie. And actually that's all the job listings right there. That's Dude, potential jobs. The in game credits were like 30 minutes long. Yeah, exactly. And just nothing but names. Yeah. The entire time. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And the more and more CGI they start putting in films, it's just like, they have to list everyone. So yeah. like this guy did Thanos's big toe. He gets he's a on there. Yeah, man. he's on there. He's on there. <laughs> That's so true. So it's like, so what are you, what are you going particular? Cause I know film school is actually kind of broken up. You don't necessarily learn everything. Right. Um, I, I go to school at UCA up in Conway. Okay. And right there they teach, I feel like mainly how to direct movies okay. and write movies. But then you get some technical classes that's like uh, DP, director of photography, mm-hmm. and um, cinematography, lighting, uh, gaffing, and just being like some general crew. But um, I did my undergrad there, graduated in May of 2017. Okay. And so I've actually been in grad school the past two years, going into my third year. Okay. And working on a master's degree so I can uh, hopefully teach one day. Really? Teach film. Oh, so you're not even going to like make film. You're going to, so you can teach film. Well, originally I was just going to like crew on film and make films, but then this is kind of like a, the back burner thing. Like once I've done all the things (laughs) and traveled and whatnot. Setting up a game plan. Yes. Then I'll go back and, you know, pass on the lessons that I've learned one day. That's, uh, that's awesome. I, uh, I actually have a couple of films up in the old dome. Yeah. Yeah. And my buddy, uh, he knows this. Uh, he sent me this app the other day and it's a screenwriting app and it's, it's so intuitive. Like you can really? start typing and it will auto, it'll start auto. Like it starts to learn like what, what you're, you're doing oh, and it'll start crazy. auto placing things. And I was like, Oh, that's pretty fucking legit, man. Yeah. Cause, cause they're just in my head. Yeah. One of them is like a short, probably like 30, 45 minute indie kind of feature thing. Yeah. Which is weird. I always thought of myself as I would write a comedy film, but yeah, it's very dark. Huh. Yeah, see, I'd never really see myself um, writing those dark movies or like serious movies. I tend to lean towards comedy. Yeah. But uh, the last thing that I've been working on is my thesis film. And actually, Rob, our guitar player, friend mm-hmm. Levels, um, he came up with the concept. And it's about a serial killer who paints his paintings with his victim's blood. Oh. So, yeah, I'm kind of going that serious direction on this That's one. cool. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So, be I mean, like, I know me and you probably know, but being like what I'm assuming is extremely small budget, you have access probably to the school gear, which helps. Yeah. But, you know, as far as like CGI, there's no CGI, so you're probably using all practical effects. Yep. Which means real life. Right. Fake blood. Right. You know, fake stabby knife that goes in on itself to look like you're stabbing somebody. Exactly. All that we, kind of shit. The budget is non-existent pretty much. <laughs> I think that's where editing comes in handy, man. Yes. Indie films. The, you can trick a lot of people's mm-hmm. eyes just by the certain cuts that you make. Yeah, I think like editing is the real magic Yeah. in film. Yeah, they don't teach CGI in <clears throat> school either that I've been to. So I, I mean, maybe Full Sail or something, but yeah. I, even there's more like the production. Yeah. I always I always think of CGI, CGI as like post. Yep. It's always after, which nowadays it's actually in real time because the movies are so large, they have to do it 
it as they're shoot, like they're yeah. sending scenes the day they shot them. Like, yes. all right, glam it up. It's crazy how fast they work too. It's like, yeah, mm. I think they're actually coming under some fire. Cause I feel like there's some, uh, some dark practices where they're like, yeah, work 30 hours. Yeah. Here's the same money. Yes. I know. Uh, I think, uh, actually, uh, what was, uh, What's that Seth Rogen that cartoon movie they made the just unbelievable oh, Pixar style Sausage Party Sausage Party God yeah they got in some trouble for that one Oh man for for fucking over some people and paying like super minimums and work having yeah. people work extra uh, Yeah I don't know man I just I'm kind of I kind of like pay I try to pay attention to as much as I can in film cuz I always say if I wasn't doing music I'd be doing films Yeah so I, I'm just like a, but instead of going to school, I'm like a DIY guy. It's like, I'll shoot everything on my iPhone until I figure out a way. Yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I'm lucky to get the gear from the school, man. I'm yeah. just shooting on my iPhone too. I've yet to buy a camera. So <laughs> what are you, what are you more attracted to? For me, it's uh cinematography, man. Like that's Same. my jam framing a shot and making sure like they call it a mark. Uh-huh. You know, uh, making sure everyone hits their mark and everything like lines up. Perfect. That's my thing too, man. Dude, honestly, like we do these silly videos. I, whatever we do these silly things, but I will more often than not be like, let's reshoot it. Like, I don't like the way it looks over the messed up dialogue. I'm such a fan of like a stickler for the, I don't know the film esque approach. Like I even went and bought a gimbal for my phone. So it has a more smooth buttery approach to what I'm trying to shoot. Even if you know, you want it to look bad, Mm -hmm. you have to premeditate. Yeah. You have to plan for it yeah. to look bad. You got to make it look bad. You can't oh, just yeah. do it. And with the slew of apps, like I just, I, I just go to my phone. I had a, I had a Canon 5D Mark II. Yeah. And I was using that for the longest time and I loved it. I mean, the full frame sensor for filming stuff was just like, I started out in photography and I realized I don't actually want to do that. Yeah. So I want to shoot film stuff and started doing that, started doing these goofy videos with Justin uh, this cult Magnum series we created yeah. where he's like an idiot cowboy. It was pretty fun. I but can't believe I've not seen this. I'll show you some I clips. Have to see he it. has an Instagram and a oh Facebook. Yeah. I'm going to get on that. <laughs> we, we did it for about a year and then we just kind of like, you know, lost interest, but it was fun while it lasted. But yeah. what made me switch to my phone? I'm not, I don't know color correction. I don't really, I tried to YouTube and like mess around and I always kind of like overshot, you know, I don't know. I just couldn't get it to look what the way I wanted to. And right. then we, uh, the iPhone seven plus came out. I bought that. We shot one with that. And almost all the comments were, this is hilarious. Oh, this looks so much better. And I'm like, Instantly. man, I'm just going to start shooting with my phone. Cause it's auto. Yeah. It does the auto color correction in yeah. the thing. Yeah. Color correction <laughs> can be a task, man. Because yeah. It, well, especially if you're shooting like in raw format and everything's just flat. Mm-hmm. So, it almost feels like there's too much possibility. Which I prefer. Yeah. I want raw. Yeah. Bigger size. Put it on your TV screen. It looks just as good as anything else. Yeah. I feel like with phones, you definitely lose some... There's some quality loss the it's, bigger you go. It's a compression. Even on like yeah. uh, iPhone 6 or 7 that shoots in 4K, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. It's like so compressed that it's not... It's not 4K. It yeah. 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 It's compressed as fuck 4K. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For fuckery, maybe. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it's 4K. It looks brilliant on my phone, but the second it's on anything else. You're like, uh, what is this? Not, this is not 4K. <laughs> it's not 4K. There's too much uh, digital artifacts. Yeah. 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 The little square blocksing mm-hmm. of the of the face and all that. 
Yeah. And then when you get it into a, you know, even the machine, it's like it's, I can only edit it on my laptop because my iMac that we're currently recording into is too old. Yeah. Doesn't have the little hardware that says 4K video is good to go. It sucks having to edit like music videos and stuff mm-hmm. because you put the 4K footage in there and it just is glitching out. Like you can't play it back at all, no yeah. matter what. And so unless you have some kind of crazy powerful machine. Supercomputer, man. Yeah. I mean, you have to have like the nasty, nasty. Yeah. I will say though, have you ever tried working with proxies? No. Mm-mm. Like get um, get your high quality footage or whatever. Yeah. And then um, it takes a little while to encode it, but you make like a 1080 version of your clips Oh, edit that version together. So you got all your cuts there mm-hmm. and then you can go into whatever program you edit it in. If it's like final cut, or I Pre- use final cut. Yeah. yeah. I use premiere pro. So yeah. I used to use final cut, but they all are interchangeable like through different files. So right. one of them called like an XML. So yeah. You, you do your cut in 1080 P of your proxy footage that you created. And then you export that XML file out. And when you bring it into like a new software, say like DaVinci Resolve to color correct it, mm-hmm. then you can relink the high quality footage oh, to the cuts. And it'll auto yeah. drop the... F- hey! Yeah. So that's the move right there. There you go. <laughs> yep. And then you start color correcting and then export and it's going to take like a whole day, but that's okay. The export <laughs> is the the world's worst. Yep. My uh, One of my friends, Justin, moved out to California. He does editing and he's in this... He just had this story on Instagram. He was up in an editing bay. They have yeah. like whole rooms just dedicated to poor bastards, yeah. <laughs> like just wasting their life away for hours in an editing bay. I have friends that like sleep on the couches, bring uh-huh. air up mattresses to the editing bays, <laughs> and they stay overnight, man. At the end of the semester when it's crunch time. Uh huh. And those, I mean, it really, like that rendering is insane. Yeah. It's like 30 hours. Yes. What? And you don't want to leave the computer like unattended, nope. like somebody could walk in there yeah. and plug it. Dude, anything. Yeah. Forget to shake the mouse. Like, forget do you, if yeah. you forget to turn the thing to where it doesn't turn the computer off. Yeah. Or uh, I know on a Mac, you have to turn it to where the hard drive won't turn off. Yeah. That's the real kicker. So if yes. you forget that shit, you're just like, <gasps> and it stopped. It's and then done. you have to start all oh, over. <laughs> been there. Man. Yeah. Been there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> mm. So dur- so have you made a film yet? I guess you yeah. have if you're in, gra- uh, what is it, grad, you said? Yeah, grad. We, we pretty much just make short films yeah. and I've done other little like exercises, like recreating scenes from other movies and whatnot. Okay. But I have made a few original films. Um, acting in any of them? I have not acted really yeah. ever much. Like usually like a little tiny role where I'm like sitting on a couch or something in the background. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've, I've shot a few myself. I really don't like writing screenplays necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just like the technical side of things, editing, color correction, shooting it, you know? Right. So the more busy side. Yeah. 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 I feel like, uh, directing would be fun, but I feel like I would just be like, I mean, most people who are in a film, unless it's their first movie have been in plenty of movies. So it's almost like, just like cut and paste. Yep. Minus the director's trying to get his vision for the film that was written. But yeah, exactly. I I would be more into that. I want, I have a hard time like telling people what to do. <laughs> so <laughs> kind of uh, passive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's really hard when I'm trying to get like portray this idea and then I'm just wanting to be too nice. Like I don't want to tell them. You got to find the right ways to tell them. That's yeah. what they teach you a lot. It's like the different. Uh, well, they say that and then you hear stories uh-huh. of people making people retake shots like a hundred times and screaming at them. Yeah. And 
trying to get them like if it's a mad moment, the actor won't get mad and you have to piss them off. And then while they're pissed, you have to hope that they can deliver the scene at the same time yeah. while they're mad at you. Like <laughs> it's a conundrum, man. It is a bit of a conundrum. Like, yeah. I want to be nice, but you're kind of fucking up my shot. You yeah. Know? You're being a dick, man. Yeah. <laughs> we please, please just please. We're t- take 30 right now. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's going to take. Yeah. And they keep all that stuff too. What? Backlog all the footage. Oh yeah. Like tell you don't just delete. Mm-hmm. You bounce down. Yeah. Store that one. Can you imagine getting a hold of all the <coughs> hard drives from countless movies of just unused things? Oh my god, no. There's probably crazy amounts of data out there. One of the more memorable ones is that Suicide Squad, which was billed as a Joker villain movie, and then the Joker was in it four minutes. Yeah. Uh, whatever you felt about his Joker, but he was saying afterwards that, you know, cause he's a method actor, so he stays in character and they shot, he said there's so much unused footage that they could have made an entire film just oh of that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They should. I, that's what I said. I was like, well, DC's so freaking fractured right now. Yeah. You might as well just yeah crop some shit together and toss it out there. But instead they, I don't know that Joaquin looks Mm-hmm. That did you see that trailer? Yes, I did. Oh. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh man, man. Oh. <laughs> he's such a good actor too, though. I love Joaquin Phoenix. Man. I do too. Did you watch? Uh, I see your Johnny Cash poster mm-hmm. over there. Walk the oh, line. Yeah, of course, man. So and the good. soundtrack is ridiculous. You know, yeah. they, I think that was one of the first films where they did that layered voicing. What? Uh, like, like a lot of that is him, right? Singing, right? But they layer in. Johnny, actual Johnny Cash underneath to kind of thicken up and be true to the tone. Makes so much sense now. They're doing that a lot these days where they're taking like, except like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Just came out, but a lot of that is him singing for real. Wow, I did not But Freddie Mercury's voice is layered in there too. See, I thought it was like too good to be true. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's a good trick. Now he did sing. Like that was part of the audition was he had to sing in front of Queen. Can you imagine? Oh, but dude, I would be sweating. Oh, I saw an interview with him and he said he didn't even know. He went there with c- CDs, uh-huh. uh, like DVDs or whatever of him doing the, tr- like trying out the part and being Freddie Mercury and doing like all the movements. And they were they, like, that's uh, cool. And then they queued up a track and like, do <laughs> <Yeah>. it now. <laughs> oh man. The pressure. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> but he nailed it. I love that yeah. movie. That movie That's a was great so movie. sick. Oh, that was a great movie. So, Dude, when they're in the studio, like, swinging the speakers past the mics and stuff, I was like, we would do some shit like that. I kind of <laughs> wish they would have done more of that. Yeah. Because the studios want a band's, like, the most yeah. them. Cause and it's, a lot of people don't get that inside look no. to it, you know? No, a lot of times you just see, like, the most appealing thing to most people is the vocalist. So you get a guy standing at a microphone yeah. yelling or singing or whatever yeah. it is for us, mostly screaming, but... You know, and sometimes the drummer, but yeah. you never get like that real look into like all the weird background you, stuff. Did you anything. try everything? Yeah. I remember uh, like, God, it feels like a hundred years ago. I was a massive corn fan. I was watching one of their DVDs and they had the microphone at the end of a tube and then they had the tube pressed up against the speaker and he was using a pedal to get like a certain effect and they wanted yeah. to funnel the sound down to make it sound like it was like through you know. the tube whoa mm-hmm. that's pretty cool yeah see so there's like all that neat little mm-hmm. you know and, and my brain just immediately is like oh i want to try that i want to <laughs> yeah. do i want to do some weird shit let me get some 
let me get some Legos and build a house around the microphone. Yeah, just and some- then just, yeah <laughs> whatever you can think of. Possibilities are endless. They really are. They need. There does need to be more. I, I that's. I would man. Yeah, I'd have liked to see more of that in that film. We did some. We did some weird shit like that. Like even for our album, mm-hmm. we uh, even before I saw this movie. Well, it came out before we saw the movie. But me and Rob actually went and saw that movie together. And we were, after at that part, we were like, "Oh my god, they do that too!" <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So we were like throwing beer bottles and trash cans uh-huh. and like spilling picks on the table and all kinds of stuff like like screaming through uh, toilet paper rolls. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> yeah, just any little thing, man. Yeah. Uh, the best is like when you screw up, but it's good. Yes. Oh, that's great. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. And then we're going to layer over that. Yeah. One of my favorites is a, uh, I think it's Zayo was doing a record and he's double basing super fast uh-huh. and the head exploded the drum head, Whoa. but they left it in and then went and re-recorded over the top of that. Uh-huh. So just in the middle of this song, you hear this random explosion. explosion? That's the bass drum head exploding. You never know how it's going to happen, man. <laughs> yeah. Fucking golden moments. (laughs) Golden moments. Yeah. There you go. Uh, So if you're, if you're doing, what do you prefer film wise? Like, is it comedy? Um, mm, I don't know. It fluctuates. Honestly, I'd say I was on comedy for like the last two decades. And there's, I feel like recently, man, they've just, yeah, it's hard to not recreate some, all the stuff that's already been done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And some of the funniest shit has already been made. And it's like, now they're trying to do remakes. The Mm -hmm. remake uh, like era is upon us. And I'm just like, man, get that shit out of here. dude. You just can't feel the same way about it. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. No. Like I saw the Aladdin trailer. Fuck no, man. Yes. I agree with that. (laughs) dude. I agree. I haven't seen it. And people are like, you should see it. I'm like, I'm not going to see it. Yeah. I'm already out in my brain, so even if I go and it's good, I'm just gonna be like, Bleh. it's already written off, man. You do that shit too, yes. Like you just tell yourself no. Yeah, yeah. It would take like some very impressive work to change my mind. At that yeah, point. yeah. Well, especially like my biggest thing is like I like Will Smith, man, but couldn't you just if the genie was CGI anyway? Could you just ADR the original takes? Oh, the yeah. audio and just stick it into a new CGI genie would have been genius to do that, you know? And we got CGI. You can make Robin Williams just out of thin air. You can. Why was that not the call? I know. Uh, who played who? Who Will replaced Smith. him? Oh, Will Smith yeah. replaced him too. I heard. He, I actually heard he's the best part. Really, which is ironic because mm-hmm. I was thinking he was going to be the worst part. Turns out the movie's so shitty that he's the best. <laughs> the part. best part. <laughs> I almost want to see it just to like see it and know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But man, there's one scene in there that I'm like, that was shot on a set in LA. Like I can see it so bad. (laughs) You can almost see the backdrops, man. Oh my gosh. Like, like watching an old Western. You can see like the curtain on the floor, you know, (laughs) see the seams, man. That's great. So when you're doing, how long does it usually take to film something like that? Are y'all talking like a day or two, like a music video or Um, you get like a week? Let's see. So like a 15 minute short Mm -hmm. might shoot for a week, depending on how many locations you have. Mm. And I guess different scenes depends on the length of it. Now, do they make you go around and get clearance for all that stuff? Like scene shots and all that stuff. So you learn how to do all that. Yeah. We do it all ourselves. Lots of paperwork involved. Oh yeah. Usually you get a producer, like somebody who's just like sole purpose is to take Mm -hmm. care of all that. Yep. So just, uh, trying to get more information about how films are made out there. It's, it's a complicated process, man. Like every single place you go, you have to have 
some sort of clearance yeah. by the city, by the business, say the business, you know, like they close down and they're going to let you use this space. Like at, after hours, after is hours, a very popular thing. Sometimes you got to pay for somebody to be there. Uh huh. Like an employee. Yeah. Somebody who owns it or works there. They'll just be like, yeah, well, you can come open it up for you, but you got to pay him. Yeah. And then you have to shoot and make it seem like it's daytime. Yeah. <laughs> it's really midnight. Yes. I can't tell you the amount of times we've like trash bagged windows and made a whole house seem like nighttime. Uh-huh. And like you're, you're in there for hours on end and then you forget that it's daytime outside. <laughs> so you're shooting and then you open the door and you're like, oh my gosh, it's still daytime. Uh, messes you up man. yeah <laughs> it's like even worse than walking out of a movie theater during the day oh dude that's the weirdest because you just forget you're looking at the camera the whole time it looks like nighttime mm-hmm. yeah you just get lost in it yeah and all man. of a sudden you're like wait it's like four in the afternoon yes drinks <laughs> <laughs> yeah right that's, that's awesome man i'm i'm so like in that world so interested i should break down someday and just go shoot the film that's in my brain you could man I could. It's really, really possible nowadays. I'd, I'd really have to pull some strings, though, I feel like. Indie films are, like, on the big uprising. So They really are. Yeah. More I think ever. even DC, like, that's their idea is to branch away from Warner Brothers and do, like, the smaller films as an independent release. Yeah. Rather than have Warner Brothers involved, because I feel like that's their biggest problem. Yeah. And then, you know, they, they can just make these dark rated R films down here. Mm-hmm. And... I, I'm all for it. Yes. Like, I think every DC film should be rated R. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's do it. Um, yeah, man, like the, the day and age of the uh, big studios, I think, is coming to an end. Yeah, it happened in music, and I think it's going to happen to film, regardless of how hard they try to bogart all the things. Yeah, everything's just much more accessible. Man, with software, I mean, like Final Cut's $300, mm-hmm. and it does everything. everything. Yeah. There's not, I mean, you have to buy motion, which is the compression and all that stuff. And you can add like digital effects and it's like a side app. Yeah. Cause they took it out to make the cost less. Yeah. But it's only like 50 bucks. Well, I'll tell you something. DaVinci Resolve is uh, like an editing software made by Blackmagic cameras mm-hmm. and yeah. Blackmagic design or whatever. hundred percent free. What? Yeah, and it is probably the best color correcting software out there. Really? Yeah, you can buy a like premium edition, uh-huh. but it but pretty the free much one does just as good. Just as good. Like you get a few more bells and whistles, unnecessary stuff. It's cross platform. Uh, yeah. Mac and PC. Yeah. Download that shit yes. as soon as you leave. I oh, swear to God, bro. I'm telling you, it changed <laughs> your life. Okay. I need to get more into the uh, color correcting anyway, man. I've really got to get my handle on that. It's great, and it comes with like a free big ass PDF like manual or you can order one like really the full guide for free it's like from front to back will literally tell you everything you ever need to know it's like a free course from man I'm about to deep dive you just dude you just planned out my next month that's it where's Corey he's on his computer yep DaVinci Resolve DaVinci Resolve hear that people I'm a believer in that okay that's awesome that's some of that free school knowledge yeah that's where I learned it at man so what do you Jesus, man, I've been coughing. I started smoking again. Oh, yeah. And it's been kind of, you know, of course, as it will, it will fuck you up. Yeah. It's it's a bad habit. I hate it. As a smoker, <laughs> I hate smoking. I feel that. Uh, it's actually in my two-month plan to try to quit again. Okay. Uh, but I've been coughing a lot, so much so that people are noticing, so I'm sorry. Yeah, you're fine. I, had a, I just got over, like, a sickness, so I've had this cough, and then... Yeah. When we went on our last little tour, I think everybody else got sick too. So 
just like constantly gets bounced back and forth yep. every time we get together. Dude, we went on tour in November and I I think I was the only one who was sick. Then Justin got sick. Then Cody got sick. It was yeah. like, it's amazing how fast. And that was just like 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like one good night in a car with all that heavy sleep breathing. And you're yeah. just like, we're all fucked up now. You're baby. like incubates in the vehicle, <laughs> yeah. man. Then you got some sort of super flu. Every time I got band dude on tours, like, man, I can't tonight. We had to cancel the show. I'm like, oh, I get it. No, he's dying. Yeah. Yeah. I would have never understood till then. Like in the past, I would have been like, oh, don't be a baby. It'll be okay. Mm-hmm. No, it's super flu. It's the worst. Yeah. You feel the worst. Yeah. And no amount of medicine gets rid of it. Mm-mm. Just like sleep, hibernating inside like a sleeping bag. Your your body temp's like a hundred. Yeah, you got to sweat it out, you man. You do, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the horror stories. So we can get to levels. Okay. Uh, unless there's anything you want to add, you think people should know about film stuff. Oh, gosh. I don't know. We could we could hit some more things. I can just Let's rattle it, off some yeah, shit, Yeah, man, do some shit. Like, yeah. I don't know. Going back to, I'm interested. We'll okay. get to levels in a second, everybody. Oh, yeah, we got so I, much yeah. time. We got, we got time. so much time. We got so, infinite fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Some funny things that I've like learned over the years about the production is like, um, say you're on a set and then somebody goes and starts mowing their yard next to you. Oh, dude. The worst thing is like audio problems capturing the right kind of audio. It's the worst. You got to go like pay them off, you know, like here's $20, mow yeah. your yard fucking later, okay? Yeah, please. Or, or they'll get all the PA, the production assistants to go mow their yard for them. <laughs> <laughs> they just like bring Dude. out all the lawnmowers. Dude, I would do that. If I was a guy mowing my lawn, I was like, you're filming a movie and you're going to mow my lawn? Yeah. I'm going to get my lawn chair and watch. Sure. Yes. Hell yeah. They say in LA that people will like find out when they're going to be shooting a movie and where and they'll purposefully go start mowing their just yards and shit. Just to get money. Get the fuck out of here. Because they know. They're like, they're going to come pay me off. That's why they're moving. Yeah. It ain't about money. It's about the damn lawns. Yeah, man. It's about these people getting out there mowing lawns. <laughs> Dude, that's the worst. Like, we film a lot. I'm sure you've seen some of our videos, but a lot of it is right in front of that shed out in oh, my yeah? front yard. But there's a fucking interstate a hundred feet that way. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. It's the worst, way. dude. Yeah. And I finally picked... Buddy of mine... <sighs> brought this over and i'm anxious to start trying it out but dude it's a shotgun mic oh yeah it's a really nice shotgun mic too that is nice yeah so i'm anxious to like put this in and i'm going to use my laptop with like a portable thing so i can have like real time analyze the audio as it's coming in oh man i feel like it's going to be a game changer those things are so directional it's great it's amazing yeah like it doesn't matter you somebody can be talking literally right here and you almost will never even hear them yep it's got to be pointed straight at the mouth. straight at the source mm-hmm. i love it yeah it's great i used i used that a few years ago in a in a in a house show i had it attached to my 5d at the bottom you know cuz you can buy the clip that goes in the bottom yeah. of the camera and dude best best sounding like i was yeah. like i'm taking this thing everywhere man yes he was like yeah but uh can i i was like no it's mine now it's, it's, <laughs> it's not but it but it is yeah <laughs> after it stays here long enough it'll be here yeah yeah, yeah. i think what's arkansas like 90 days <laughs> yeah something like that man I've, I've acquired lots of gear that way man i've acquired gear just because musicians don't remember shit yeah they're just like you i've even called people I'm like yo man i still got your this, that, and the other, and they're like, oh, man, I thought I lost that. Right? Uh, no, it's been sitting in my house. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell them I have something of theirs, and they just still don't come get it. No, no. I'm like, yeah. when are you ever going to come get this? They're lazy people. Yeah. We're, we're lazy people. We're lazy people. people. We can be, very. Can be. But um, me, I hang up the phone and forget what the fuck I was just talking about, so. Yeah. 
you know, I do I'm that all very forgiveful. I feel like Alzheimer's is in my future for sure. <laughs> Damn. But anyway, back to filmmaking. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> gosh. Speaking of sound, we shot a short film about wrestling one time, and so we had all these mics like placed up above the ring, and people mm-hmm. were holding boom mics. Local and, wrestling? Um. Well, not necessarily about any particular location. Oh, okay. It was just so a movie wrestling. about wrestling. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Short film, and so we're shooting at the at the what do they call it? The it's the ring. Is it just the ring? I thought it had a different name too. The ring, just the ring, like the re- like the, the wrestling ring. Yeah, the ring. Yeah, I guess so. I thought they called it something else, like you know, the baseball diamond or like the wrestling. They have the octagon for the MMA. I guess, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, maybe the octagon. I, I don't think know. it's just the ring. Anyways, it's loud as fuck when you land on it, right? Oh yeah, it's like slap. Up. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. set up to make a loud sound. Right? Yeah, and so you're in there, and people are having their dialogue and yelling and stuff, and then you just get this huge like <laughs> when they hit the <laughs> ground. So no way around that. Getting the audio clean. ADR. Got to go back. Yep. That is it. Yeah, ADR. A lot of people don't know about that either, I feel like. I'm trying to remember what it stands for. Audio, is it audio digital replacement? I can't um, remember. Hey, we got a Googler right here. Go. Let's go for it. R. Stanf- oh, there we go. Oh, shit. Look at how many people want to know. Alternative dispute resolution. That, that does not be right. That is not it. That's a litigation term. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why it said in film. Oh, uh, for There's ADR and all kinds of stuff. Dude, there that? really is in film. All right, let's be more specific. Automatic. Oh, dialogue replacement. Yeah. Okay. Automatic dialogue replacement. Yeah. So basically when everything's all stupid, you go back and re-record everything. Yeah. Yeah. Get the actors in there, like watch the video and they have to try to match their lips Dude, and all that. Can you imagine? The, the literal screenshot, the thumbnail is of Anchorman. Yeah. So clearly on Anchorman, they had some sort of weird dialogue issue and he had to go uh-huh. back and like, yeah, you know, whatever Get scene. Crazy clean. Yep. Dang. That's a tedious process. Yeah, I would hate that. Yeah. Especially the audio engineer. Yeah. Like, nope, cut. Nope, nope, try it again. Nope, go back. Nope, cut. Oh, oh my God. <clears throat> yeah, I've, I don't think it's any... I've never had to do ADR personally. Usually, like, it's outsourced to somebody else. I've just never taken yeah, it yeah. on. Yeah, But yeah, I, can't, I imagine it's, like, way worse than recording music. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, at least in music, it's like, you're so close. It's this one note. Let's just... Wave over this one note and it's not retake like you can it. Chop in like word by word, right? Because in in word. spoken audio, it doesn't work that way. It'd be you like can, Siri, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, you can hear the weird clippy different tones because the room sound changes. Yeah, minute to minute. Yep. Speaking of which, that's why they have like it seems quiet, but what they really do is they take what's called a room capture. They do everyone room has tone. to be yeah yeah, and everyone has to be quiet. And then they set that room tone over the entire thing. Yeah. And then they slightly adjust it over to where it cancels itself out. And then boom. Yeah. Quiet audio. Yes. No room. It's no room crazy. noise. Isn't it? Yes. And then it's so funny. Like whenever they're doing room tone and like you have 50 people in a room. Somebody fucking farts or something. Yeah. Gotta start over. Or you're just you're in there and everybody's just staring. <laughs> just dead quiet. Just 30 seconds. A whole set full like of people. Just moment of silence, man. Don't breathe too heavy. Yeah. Clark, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> he just, Clark just climbed the stairs. He's breathing too loud. <laughs> yeah. mouth, mouth breathing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, reminds me of that Adam Sandler joke. <clears throat> oh, 
Wheezy, why'd you take this? <laughs> I don't know if I've <laughs> seen that. Oh, it's no, this is not seen. This is oh. back, way back. This is a oh, like a, a, like a comedy a, skit? A comedy album. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, I have not heard that. Yeah, I'm that old. Oh, when yeah. albums were a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to a few of those. I just never heard the Adam Sandler one. Oh, dude, Adam Sandler's first stuff, you wouldn't believe, man. He's so filthy. Oh. Did you see his new one on Netflix? Um, it's like the documentary. It's like kind of super style choppy. Thing. Yeah, so he did it in like forty-one different take, like forty-one different places. He filmed them on right. Just Trent, like even jokes will switch between venues. Wow. Boop, 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 boop. Even the audio changes. It's so strange. Dang, I, that was like on at my house once, and I just didn't like sit down and watch it. I just saw bits and pieces. So it's like a thousand times dirtier. If you go backwards for Adam, anyone listening. Go listen to them early Adam Sandler albums before like film and video yeah. stuff. Oh my God. I have the to check that out. Filthiest mouth you've I ever heard, it. dude. I love it. I'm <laughs> about the filthy stuff, man. He's so dirty. There's one uh that I'll the my the medium pace. Just that's all I'm gonna say. Just look that up. Adam if you Sandler want, medium yeah. pace. Okay. Yeah. Gonna do that. It's a song, but it's uh man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. So have you got to work with anyone in film yet? Like, like a like a noted actor or maybe even like a small indie actor or director or anything like that? Um, Kind of, sort of, I would sorta. say. Yeah, like some people that are on the upbringing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not anybody... Like super notable? Yeah, like they're on IMDb, if that's any... Hey, I'm not on IMDb. <laughs> me either, there so... There you go. <laughs> I, it feels bigger to me. Um, this one guy, um, he goes by Hano. He's a cinematographer. Uh, based in LA, and then the director that I was on a film set with him, Jamie Sicily is his name. Okay, he did one short that won a bunch of war- awards and went to like some film festivals and like he went to like Berlin. Damn. was one of them. And I'm sure you're familiar with some bigger film festivals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. one in um, I want to. I don't think it's Australia. It might be it's called Trope Fest. Trope Fest or Trope Fest. Trope. Trope. T R O P. I think that would be Trop. Trop Fest? Oh, there it was. Filth. Yeah. Trop Filth Festival. Don't want to Google that. <laughs> what could that be? Uh, yeah. Trop so Fest. There you go. Um, uh, world's largest short film festival. Yeah. Oh, so that's cool. One of my teachers, Jen Gerber, actually had a short film that won this festival. Wow. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, Australia. That is fucking cool, man. So, I've gotten to work with her a lot on different movies. And then her friend is Jamie Sisley that is working on, uh, I think he's doing a feature now of his short film, like a version okay, of so the short film that's the, a feature. The extended version. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be pretty good. They're doing some big things. And uh, Hano's known for a lot, a lot of uh, Mexican filmmaking. Okay. So he's like from Mexico. And yeah. Does a lot of commercials mm-hmm. for the TV down there and stuff. So that's pretty cool. He's a Good really start. awesome guy. Like super informative and helpful. Taught me a lot while I was working with him. Awesome. I got to be uh, the first AC to him. Okay. On a, on a set we shot over a weekend down in Hot Springs. Fun. So those are probably the two most notable ones that I've worked with. That's awesome. So that's awesome. We'll see. How, I'm hoping big things come for them. They've Jamie especially has done. Uh, <laughs> he did a documentary it's called farewell ferris wheel and it was on like pbs and it talks about um like the carnivals okay carnivals and like the workers that are pretty much treated like shit and underpaid. oh yeah so it really dives into that that's why they're all crazy oh yeah 
Dude, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I did meet a crazy carny. You know that whole thing about carnies being weird? Yeah. Oh, buddy. It turned out it was real. <laughs> man, for us it was. He Damn. had us take him to some crazy hotel, man. I was just along for the ride, but that dude was out of his fucking mind. Oh, I would have loved it. <laughs> dude, he was doing fucking coke and shit, just like in my car. Oh, my god. I was like, hey, man, like... Hey. Yeah, maybe don't do that right yeah. here. <laughs> Please. Oh man. What it a was a dude, it was at a fair like a local park fair. Like they hired a like a traveling yeah. a carnival. Yeah. To come to our town and play and be at the park. They just came in there like drugs ablazing. Oh dude, it started out, hey man, can I bum a smoke? And I was like, sure. And me being I was pretty damn just like naive. Uh-huh. It's like, oh yeah, man. He was like, hey man, I need to ride to my hotel. I was like, sure. Wow, he was just asking for everything. Oh, dude, man. Well, he got. I got stories from it. That's for sure. Oh, for sure. You guys want to hang out and stick around? I was like, nah, man. I'm good. I think we're good here. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna leave. Uh, yeah. Very quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That is great. Good times, man. <laughs> Cocaine carnival people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that should be its own documentary. It should be, dude. Yeah. Talk about a horror film. Oh, yeah. There you go. You pick this guy fucking, oh, yeah, man. It starts out all innocent, and then before you know it, he's, he's fucking doing cocaine off your severed arm. Ooh. Right in is, front of you. This is the movie. We got to write this. See, there you go. See, we're already yes. we're already just get the, get the fucking juices flowing. Just put it down. Put it down. Get put it, it out. Put it in that automatic uh, app that does there it you for go. you and just like hit. Whatever you hit enter, just Auto, hold it down yeah. and just see what happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interior, arm severed, cocaine. Carnival, carnies. <laughs> Probably just be like clowns from outer space, really. It would turn. It would take that turn. Yeah. This uh, started out as a violent horror film, turned into a sci-fi clown movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Love it. <laughs> no, mine's actually really sad, man. My, the... <clears throat> Mine's like a drama, I guess you'd call it. Uh-huh. Not even a dramedy, just straight up sad. Yeah, yeah. It's about a. I wrote it in my brain, like uh, let's see, I'm trying to remember what fucking year it was, man. It was it's over a decade ago. Dang. So a friend of mine killed himself, uh-huh. and I was like feeling some type of way about it. So I guess my instead of writing a song, I was like, I'm gonna write a film about like leading up to this point that is cool and it's like all those things Ooh, i bet that's deep it's super deep actually i want to give away the title but i probably shouldn't but i, I but i will okay it, his name was kurt c-u-r-t yeah. so to me like him especially back then i was like man you didn't have to do that you know and the way he did it's real fucked up it's like super super dark uh-huh. like all he had to do was stand up and he probably wouldn't have died mm. yeah mm. so he was like super lost, you know, just off in a bad place. So I came up with like, I get it's called an acronym conjuring up ridiculous things. Ooh. And that was going to be the name of the film. It's just like a 30 minute short. Oh, that's genius. Man. Yeah. I, I want to get in on that, but, but it's like his name. So like, that's the ode to him and it's a skewed. Cause at the end of the film, there's like a twist. Mm-hmm. There's like a skew to the film that kind of deviates from like what his life was like. Cause I mean, we were, Pretty much best friends, man. Yeah. And then he moved off to Seattle and just didn't make it. Wow. Yeah. That's a shame. Sorry to bum everybody out. <laughs> but I was just like thinking of films. I was like, yeah. man, that's like, that's my goal is to get that shot. If nothing more than just to have something for, to like his namesake or whatever. Yeah. You should absolutely go for it. Yeah. Like the, I think of the name of the film probably would be Kurt. Yeah. And then underneath in like quotes, 
yeah. would be that that conjuring really, up ridiculous things. That's really good. Yeah, that's clever. I'll tell you more about it after because I don't want to give okay. away. Nothing yeah, don't give it. it away. Don't give it away. But it's actually super nice, and I, <laughs> I think uh, you know how when you write something, you're like, man, this would be perfect for this. Yeah. Uh, who's the guy? Who's the? I'm I'm spacing on his name. Uh, the guy who he's in Anchorman. He's brick. He's you know. He's what though? Brick, the the stupid one. Oh gosh. Brick, Brit, Brick. I think it's Brick. I can't remember. I don't know either. I haven't yeah, seen I had a tried it. Oh yeah, I've been meaning to tell you. you should lay low for a while. What? What's the fucking oh, what's Steve Carell? Oh yeah. So like, I think he should play the part. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is for Steve Carell. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. this is perfect. I'll just call him. You know, he'll do it. Oh, hey, you man. never know. Hey man, I have zero dollars. Uh, <laughs> slide into the DMs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Steve Carell DMs. Oh, Instagram him. Yeah. Hey, super famous, awesome Steve Carell. <laughs> you're you're born for this. <laughs> Check it out, bro. All yeah. right, no screenplay. Just here's my thought. <laughs> you gotta get the pitch ready. It's all about the pitch. It's all about the pitch, dude. Yeah. It's all about the pitch. Yeah. Have you had to do that too? Go over that. Do you oh yeah, go over, we like, go over pitching. Yeah, pitching. Getting together like a, um, a storyboard. Yeah, storyboard mm-hmm. and what do they call a lookbook? Lookbook. Yep, all that stuff. Man, oh man. That seems like so much fucking work. It is, man. Like, oh just God. shooting it itself is, like, the easy part. Really, all the stuff before and after, that's, that's the, the harder part. That's everything. Yeah. Yeah, the shooting it part. You hear, like, they shot they shot Infinity War and Endgame in six months. Yeah. Six months. To get ready for that, though? Years. 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 Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Did you, I heard about a movie one time. It was a comedy film. It was a Wayans Brother movie. They were like, it's in development. Two fucking years later, the trailer dropped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They say um like Ryan Reynolds wanted to do Deadpool oh, like like a decade ago, you know, yeah. and he was like, The world's not ready for this. Like the movies have not reached this point yet. Yeah. So he had I to could, fucking wait off ten years to shoot Deadpool. <laughs> and then he's responsible for well, you know now that yeah. leaked leaked footage. He yeah. did that. Yeah, no doubt. He had a crew. He he hired people with his own money to yeah. show what the reaction would be. Yeah. And then leaked it himself just so the fucking studio would go, yeah, here's a giant check. <laughs> Genius. 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 I love Ryan Reynolds. He's one of my favorite actors. Dude, I think they made that first Deadpool for like $30 million. Oh, my God. Which sounds like an insane amount. Right. It's not. It's not at all. <laughs> no. Not for a film like that. Yeah. Those most of those superhero films are like 150 million. Like that's around the average. Yeah. 120, 150. The big two, the end game and stuff, that was uh 500 million a piece. They cost a billion dollars. I can't even fathom. Imagine. Yeah. Golly. Have you gotten any have you gotten to do any world building? Like super big set pieces or anything like that yet? No. No, no we haven't done that. You just keep it all small. Yeah, pretty much. Like if we know we're going to shoot it, we write movies that are obtainable. Yeah. Made for smaller budgets. Okay. Got to keep that into consideration, which kind of sucks, but I don't know if you're writing like bigger intricate movies and you know that you want to take it to somebody like a producer and pitch it to him or whatever, like go all out. Don't hold yourself back. Don't limit what the movie's about. Right. Right. I Mm -hmm. feel that. That makes sense. I've always wanted to get into something like that, but one, I don't have the time to sit down and script out massive scenes, but it's like, I uh, did you watch uh, Birdman? Yeah, the single take. Oh man, well you think it's it's one at, well, but they would do like fifteen minute runs. They said yeah, they oh. would have one camera on a track, and it, and then the I, I remember watching a 
a thing about the actors were talking, they would have to sprint. They would get done with their dialogue, sprint to the next mark and be ready in character for the next set of lines as the camera was coming down the hallway or whatever. That movie is insane. God. Just the fact that they actually accomplished it. And there's only one cut. And it's when the camera goes up to the night sky. Yeah. And you can see the cut when it pulls back down. That's it. That's it. That's the only visible cut. It's the only visible cut in the entire like trajectory of the camera. Yeah. Man. Mm. You gotta you gotta be in a special mood to watch that movie. Like you, you really don't do. need to be sleepy. Nope. Cause Oh, it's a slow burn. Yeah. yeah. The ending is wild. Yeah. <laughs> the ending is so ridiculous. Yeah. It's worth it though. Like the build up oh, yeah, and Edward absolutely. Norton is ridiculous, mm-hmm. as always. Emma Stone, fantastic. Yeah. I think it might be her best role, really. Dude, really, honestly. She slays yeah. that part. I yeah. was like, more of this. Yeah. More of this. Stay out of Spider-Man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck those movies, man. You're good at this. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I could nerd out. I could I could seriously talk for hours about films and filmmaking. Same, and like, Same. did you see Whiplash? Mm. The crazy drummer one with uh Oh no, I know exactly what you're talking about though. <clears throat> yeah, it's got the, the guy from play- Allstate in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I know him as. <laughs> Well, he's also in Spider-Man. He's the yeah. he's the boss man, but yeah. that's a weird movie, man. Being a drummer, you should check it out. You'll yeah. you'll be I was very intrigued. I did like You uh, will hate him at oh, the end man. of that movie. I did like an analysis on it. So I I didn't watch it. I just had to analyze a few scenes. I definitely it's on my list now. It's uh it's aggravating. Yeah. That's what I like about it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's so unrealistic." And I'm like, "Yeah, but if you know jazz and like the 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 pure passion of jazz playing and all that kind of stuff, man. It's just like that's when you're a jazz musician, that's all you do. Yeah. That's it. It's your whole fucking life. Yeah. You wake up jazz, you go to sleep jazz, you take a shit, you're jazz. <laughs> like everything. Jazz. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's jazz. You smoke jazz, black and yeah. <laughs> They do. <laughs> <laughs> and they all love marijuana. Mm. All of them. They call it a jazz cigarette. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> uh I, I like jazz. I do too. I used to listen to it when I was going to sleep at night. Especially Freeform. Mm. I think Jared Ives actually does some Freeform jazz stuff. Oh, okay. He's Such an incredible drummer. Isn't he though? Oh my God. Makes Doesn't me he just sick. piss you off? Yeah. Jared, you make me sick yeah, dude. listening. <laughs> he might be, so. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, Jared, and your awesomeness and your 500 bands and <laughs> oh, yeah. everything you do is good. Even his beatboxing is better at dude, drumming than right? I am. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's just talk about how great the beatboxing is. Dude, I... Me, I'm like, okay, you beatbox, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then you see it and you're like, fuck, oh, man, he beatboxes too. That? Yeah. <laughs> He's got drums inside of him. He has like nine sets of vocal cords. Yeah. <laughs> you can just man. fucking make nine different beats at once. Dude. Yeah. That was uh he's insane. Yeah. Agreed. That man, that man is too fucking talented. Agreed. Jared, move, go get huge. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Actually, I think he's moving to Fayetteville. Really? Yeah. I think Fayetteville or Rogers or something like, you know, so Northern yeah. Arkansas. It's yeah. blowing up up there. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm originally from Malvern. Okay. But even diving in smaller is Magnet Cove where I went to school at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I grew up, you know, going to Hot Springs all the time. Okay. So. So how'd you, uh, let's, let's, let's transition here. Okay. I know that's what people are tuning in for. Let's get to the nitty gritty. Okay. So let's get into music, dude. So what, what was the, were you like, so you drum in levels. Yeah. Everybody knows that. I think I would assume everybody listening. Dalton is the drummer for levels, the Arkansas band that got signed 
they're out there touring, they're making records, they're doing all kinds of cool shit. We'll get to that part, but I want to know what was the what was the start? Were you a pots and pans baby, or were you a first time show man? I want to do that forever. Um. Well, okay. I guess what got me started in music was my <laughs> my best friend Tucker got a mohawk, and I was like, dude, you look like you should be in a band. <laughs> And he said, well, let's be in a band. Okay. So, <laughs> probably like seventh grade, right? Yeah. Way long ago. And uh, so we started a little band. Um, I was supposed to play guitar. Okay. My little brother got a drum set for Christmas when I got a guitar for Christmas, like a first act in the box drum mm, set. Yeah, baby. Never set it up. So like shortly after that, I just pulled it out one day and started messing around on it. And then it just kind of clicked with me. So I started playing drums um, in like 2008, and uh, we played our first show, Valentine's Day Dance, in middle school. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, my first show was a uh, high school talent show. Wow. Yep. Yeah, you, the school, man. It all starts in school. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah. Sometimes people get it afterwards, man, but starting in school, there's something uniquely special. You got a lot more free time. Free time and promotion value. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah, well, not when you go to school. Like, my graduating class was 46, so. Oh, well, mine was like uh, 500. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got, you got the different. upper hand different. there, yeah, man. A little different. Dude, all you had to do was post like 10 flyers. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Dude, we're, yeah, we're coming. We got nothing shit else to do, man. The internet doesn't exist yet. Exactly. <laughs> I'm that old. That's great, man. Like YouTube had just come on the scene in like senior high, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was garbage. Yeah, and I did not understand it at the time, dude. No, so no, that's one of those. Go over to your friend's house. You see that thing on YouTube? First off, what's YouTube? Yeah. Secondly, why is it taking so long well, to load up? <laughs> yeah. like dial up, right? <laughs> <sighs> so anyway, middle school. Yeah. Which that's a pretty good start. I actually yeah. didn't get my start till like uh, junior high. Really? Yeah. Ninth grade. Okay. I was like right behind you then because yeah. everything really picked up in eighth grade. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I went through like several bands that recorded and whatnot and finally started writing original music and okay. played shows. and um, First real band, what was it? First real band? Like band that like did the thing, you know, like shows on your own. Yeah. No okay. covers, original content. Yeah. My first band, like first big show, quote unquote, we right. ever got was probably Viridium. Oh, back in the day. Okay. Yeah. And we like our first legit show was at a uh, soundstage in Conway. Hell yeah. That's where yeah. I met my wife, man. Oh, no way. Yeah. That is. So I have awesome. an affinity for soundstage. It's not there yeah. anymore, but. Right. The buildings there. You just look it's at It's a boutique it and, like, now. It's weird. Reimagine. Yeah. You know? Hey, there used <clears> to be a wall here and it looked like shit. Stunk a lot. Like a puddle in the, in the back. <laughs> yeah, that fucking puddle. <laughs> it's always there, man. <laughs> The turned off arcade machines, yeah. like that don't fucking work. They're just in yeah. there. <laughs> More people probably would have came out to shows there if they had the arcade machines. I'm telling you, yeah, I'm telling you. So, but uh, that was the first band I ever played um, a show with a bigger touring band too. Okay, it was um, Molotov Solution and Fit for an Autopsy at Downtown Music Hall. Interesting. Yep, that was my first like national touring act show to ever play. Fit for an Autopsy. That sounds so familiar. Um, I Were think- they like metal metal? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Like blast beat and mm-hmm. double bass. Okay. I want to say Will. That's Will Putney's band. I might have been at that show, dude, man. Dude that runs the machine shop. I used to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to go to downtown like it was church. Same. Whenever Just, I got in late though, and I'm so sad. Like yeah, I got into it when it was already like the two the adjacent. Right. Yeah. 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 I got into it when it was 
like, like one like yeah chamber there yeah yeah i wish like just started it was the building beside it and oh, the stage wow. was in the fucking back the back yeah, yeah. yep um <clears throat> played see. a played a my my lowest attendance show there yeah yeah one Oh wow! Okay, yeah. I've done that, man. I played to like the bartender. Oh, before. We all have, man. Yeah, yeah. You're lucky if like you, like you're like, man. Thank God all our girlfriends came. Right? There'd be no the one fucking here. Man. Yeah. Um, even even with levels like on our very first tour ever in 2016, mm-hmm. the highest paying show we had, two hundred dollar guarantee. We had a bar tab. Is at this place called Toads in Utah. Did you drink your guarantee? Oh, for sure. No, no, no. We got two hundred dollars plus bar tab. Plus a bar tab. Right? Damn. This was the highest paying one of the whole tour, and we played to like the bartender that oh, was there. Shit. It was it was nuts. Toads in Utah, and yeah, they still paid you. Yeah. Oh yeah, fantastic, fantastic. That's a perfect night. Yeah, it is. Wait, I don't have to talk to anyone after this, and I get free booze. You're like, and you're gonna me. pay me? You're like, I'm already here. I might as well do it. You uh-huh. know, I might as well play. You're in a hotel tonight, boys. Yeah, <laughs> no we stinky didn't, feet. Though. No, of course not. <laughs> Save that money. <laughs> yeah, because the guarantee the next night is not gonna be two hundred dollars. No, no. It's it's zero dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's a door deal, and if the same amount of people show up, we make zero dollars. Right. Yeah. Right. Man, those early <clears throat> tours are just. Aren't they something? Yep. Special place in my heart. Yeah, dude. I mean, they really are the where you learn it all. Yeah. You go from sort of a decent local band to fucking seasoned professionals. Yeah. That's no. what I tell everyone. They're like, how do I get better? It's like, leave. Leave. That's it. Bro, it's so true. You want to know what shit feels like? Like to feel like shit? Go do this in front of everybody yeah. else elsewhere. So humbling. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And knowing that when this is done... Well, your next show is 10 hours away, so you have to drive five of those tonight to make it there by sound check tomorrow. And then you're going to sleep in a van. And there's no windows down. And everybody's no. farting and they stink. There's and no you're, showers. You're so sweaty because you just played yeah. your heart out. Ugh. And 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 your side seat guy, yeah, man, I'll stay up. He's asleep Snoozing. first. Snoozing. Yeah. It's always the guy in the back. You see his face in the glow of the phone. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, why aren't you up here at least? Yeah. Man. Isn't it the best? It is though. It really, it really is the is. best. And also, by the way, band guys, uh, if you don't have any attachments at home, cheapest vacation you can get. Yeah, it is. And hopefully, you'll get paid like a little bit, a little so bit. you know, cover some gas. You know, just yeah. a wheel and deal. We went into our first tour thinking like this is a vacation, this is a road mm-hmm. trip, and we get to play music. Too. At, just pretend like you ain't gonna make any money, yeah. and it makes it all the better. Yeah. Our first, my first tour ever, man, and we actually broke even, which wow. was. Yeah. That is big wow. Yeah. I was like, damn, dude, like we don't we're not out anything. Like yeah. at the end of the tour, we come home, we all get our money back. Yeah. Dang, that's freaking awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, but the times you get to have, man, are just it's forever. Yeah, it's, it's priceless, a forever. Yeah. Honestly. There really is not an amount of money that it's not worth. Mm-hmm. Like I would spend ten grand a year just to be able to do that for a week. Absolutely. It's like, Absolutely. Like that's better than fucking Disneyland to me. That yeah. is Disneyland to me. Yes. In a van, stinky dudes, music. I'm I'm all in. I'm in it, man. Yeah. Oh man. <clears throat> so you're playing on local bands, you're doing shows, you're coming up through the ranks, doing yeah. all you know, as a local musician would do. Yeah. <clears throat> let's get some history about us. So you did Viridium, then what? Um, let's see, after Viridium, I I kind of started um like meeting other musicians, mm-hmm. of course, by, through playing shows or whatnot. And so they would, uh, if a member quit or whatever, they'd ask me to drum. And so I played in bands like Divided We Die mm-hmm. was one of them. And 
then I started I started to do vocals and so I'd switched from drumming for a while and there was okay. like a year or two there where I just completely took off from drumming and I was full time screaming for Between You and I at the time. And I got back into drumming whenever I um I guess I, I played a show with Rob back in Viridium at Rev Rune mm-hmm. and he had just won this contest to play on stage with all that remains for a show at uh, the old Juanitas. Oh yeah. yeah this was a long time ago. Yeah. And um so I was like, oh this guy's such a good guitar player. I gotta be in a band with him. Yeah, please. So <laughs> I, I hit I just thought about all the best musician musicians I could think of and kind of like wanted to bring them all into one band. Yep. And so yeah. Super band. Super we call that super, a super, super band. group, man. Yeah, super group. <laughs> and so, you know, I picked like Jagger played in Our Friends Fall Silent yeah. and um Akea. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Played a few shows with those guys. Yeah. We've yeah. all played so many shows together. It's crazy. Uh I'm trying to think of some memorable ones. A lot of them were at downtown. Fuse. Fuse? You played Fuse? Yes, once. Yeah. Just once? Yeah. Dude. It must have been the only show I played with you. At Probably. Then. Dang. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, we did a lot at, um, damn, what was the place down from downtown, man? That punk ass venue. It was like the old, old men's warehouse. Golly, I don't even know. Sp- Blank Generations. I don't Do you even remember that? know about that. No. Oh, dude. It was just like the shittiest 1970s PVPA system. Oh, my gosh. Two vocal mics. Play. Hmm. And it was, dude, it was legendary. I fucking missed that joint so much, Dang, man. It I was wish so I would have known about that. I even, never but Fuse, it. I played there. I, I, I think the only venue I didn't play was the one that was pot, the Attic. Yeah. I did. never played at never the Attic. Never played the Attic. I played at the thing that came after the Attic, that thing in the mall. It was like a gaming that place. That was Fuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. Fuse. Yeah, I played there with... Uh, Over there by like Dillard's. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was with... Uh, who the fuck? Through the Looking Glass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Our Friends Fall Silent Our was f- on that. Yes. It was uh, My Hands to War. Shit, man. I'm trying to remember the whole thing. That's the night our, we had a light Stereo guy. Stereo sound. Sit. Yeah. Boom. That's Look at it. your memory go. Mine's failing me by the minute. Mine, mine constantly <laughs> fades, I swear, man. Dude, the older I get, man, the more I'm like, I was there? You sure? It's becoming a blur. Or I remember being places I wasn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a big one. Uh, no, yeah, dude, that's the show. Our, we had a light guy. Yeah. Because that was when that was cool. It wasn't cool. <laughs> and he almost fucking died that night. He fell off the top. Yes, he of the, did. Oh, I remember that, man. I it's was drumming. My I can remember that. His name was John. He had the mustache. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I was drumming. You know, we're crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm just fucking ah, banging my head. And I don't know how or why the stars aligned and I got to see this happen. But so Fuse was, it had windows. Yeah. And, and those commercial windows had those steel boxes that hold, they're like a, I can't really think of the word, but like they frame the window and the right. glass sits inside those. They build the frame yeah, around the glass. It's like aluminum tubing or yes. something. Yes. Yeah. And it's all square. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Like yeah. any gas station in fucking America has yes. it. And uh, he he's on top of it on his knee and he's yelling it out the like words. A, like a keyboard kind of. He used it just like a keyboard. Yes. Yeah. We, we had it like in a thing. We called it the octopus because <laughs> it had eight cables that came out and just went all over the stage. Yeah. Because, you know... <laughs> Young kids <laughs> doing stupid shit. And, Innovative uh, there. Yeah, a little bit. And he, uh, I, I'll never forget. He goes up, he puts his hand up, he's like singing the long, 
and the thing was taller than it was wide. Yes. So the center of gravity, once he got on top, shifted. His feet just went back and Dude. his head went forward. Dude, when he came, like, so the thing went down. Yeah. And his body went like this, like his feet went, because he was on his knees. Like he folded like so a So his book, body went, yeah. And his head, I swear to God, dude, the fact that he's not, didn't die. Oh. I watched it just, like a slow motion bullet cutting a hair in half. Just, oh, and I was like, oh my God. And I keep playing him. And then I look over at him and he's trying to pick up the shit. I'm like, I like play one hand. I tap him on the shoulder. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> and then you just get a thumbs up. You know how yeah. it is. Like a thumbs up, man. Yeah, I made it. <laughs> I remember seeing that vividly. Good. I'm glad someone did, dude. It yeah. was terrifying. Yeah. And then pan to us, thir- <clears throat> like literally 20 minutes later outside, just like dying. Dude, that place, the no AC shit mm. killed me. Mm-hmm. And that show was fucking packed. packed. There, from front to back, yeah. man, that place was. People like couldn't even get in the door. No. It was crazy. Them poor hot springs kids, man. Yeah. They just got no outlet. Yeah. We play Maxine's now and it's just like the best. Yeah. Just, we- like. We got a show coming up there on the 15th, actually. I was going to announce it at the end, but we can go ahead and announce it now. Yeah, dude, that's perfect. No, so fucking levels, go for gold and no remorse. Yeah. At Maxine's and the 15th? 15th, June. It's this Saturday, right? Because this this comes out Tuesday. Right. Okay, yeah, it's this Saturday. It's this Saturday. This Saturday. Dude. I'm oh I'm so fucking there. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not missing that. My buddy Jimmy's the one putting it on. Yeah, Jimmy LeCompte. Yeah, right. dude. I'm fucking all over that show. I cool. was like, dude, that's a stacked fucking bill. <laughs> the only thing about Maxine's is they have got to get where you put your gear like under control. Mm-hmm. Have you ever played there? I played there with Census, but so I didn't have my gear, so I can't really remember mm. where. It's just like, you know, it's a tube. Yeah. So you have the bar side and then you have the venue side. And Man, the stage, like where the stage is adjacent, there's like this little bitty nook. Don't they put like the gear, is it stage right? Well, you have to do Down both. The bottom? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, it's 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 on both sides and it is annoying as fuck. We'll probably get with Gopher Gold and Cab Share. So- I would, or I would definitely like at least whoever the headliner is, because the stage is actually, there's like a curtain. So yeah. there's like a faux wall. If you push your gear back yeah. and push that curtain, there's like an extra foot. Okay. So you can actually backline pretty decently so long as the other acts are the only ones yeah. stacking. Yeah. So like headliners backlined, everyone else is festival style. Yeah. They're just coming off and on. Yeah. Like don't backline the whole show, just the headlining That's act. probably what we'll do because with it being three bands and <clears throat> us, if we cab share, there should be no big deal. No big deal at all, man. And they're, and they're like, uh, and this sound guy's pretty cool. The only problem with them is like, it's a small venue, yeah. shallow. It's kind of hard to get the the mix yeah. straight so like the the stage volume is kind of low yeah but other than that they got some pretty thumping sound though like it, it punches mm-hmm. at least you know they might I think they stuff, have so. EVs in there yeah electro so. voice yeah and that's top notch shit that's made right here in Arkansas <laughs> hey I didn't know that yes sir wow that's cool mm-hmm. yeah uh, that's why uh, old Juanita's everything was electro voice a lot of the production companies around here uh-huh. they all use electro voice yeah. Yeah, because you can just drive right down the fucking street, man. I did not know fixed. that. Yeah, it's Damn. in like it's in like Montgomery or Monticello or some shit like that. It's in one of the M towns. Okay, but it makes me want to definitely go buy some. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> right? It's like support. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Except uh, I'm not a huge fan of their microphones, but their speakers are speakers legendary. are the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. So anyway, <laughs> now that we've deviated, <laughs> I'm doing so much on here. So how do we get to levels? So you started, you, you were like, I'm going to make this super group. Yeah. And then we kind of deviated off. So right. let's start at the super group. Okay. So uh, me and Rob, my freshman year of college, mm-hmm. hated living in the dorm. My best oh, friend, fuck yeah, man. My best friend Tucker was supposed to live with me. And then he, you know, ditched out of college. Thanks, Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> and so I got a, this random roommate, and then I just I went home like every weekend because mm-hmm. just didn't like being in the dorm. You know, right. small, cramped. So it's I used like a to prison go prison cell, really, dude. It really is yeah, though. They're ridiculous. <clears throat> and so I went over to Rob's house a lot, and we just started writing music. And actually, our first EP was written in that time period like two years before it got actually released before we even had members or anything. Love it. So <laughs> we went through a couple of different vocalists trying out. Like we had Aaron Talley used to be in Legions away, yep. uh, tryout, And he was our vocalist for a while. He, uh, hold on small okay. tangent. He actually tried out for a band. I used to be in called Annabelle. Oh, okay. He was too good. Oh, we were like, dude, there's no fucking way. Dude, man. his lows are just like beastly. The most, right? Yeah. He's insane. It's crazy. It's scary. Yeah. He came in and was just like, and you're like, "Uh, nope, Mm -mm. Mm -mm, too good. You need to do something else. (laughs) He was like, are y'all going to get me any heavier? And we were like, I don't think this is the fit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're like, we're like fucking under oath light over here. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, dude. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So just brutal fucking vocalist. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then Chris Hull actually came uh, from Ebony Show Bow and tracked on one of our songs from the EP. Cool. Um, and then we found Jake from this band called Today in History. Can't say I heard of that one. Really? Yeah. They they were all from Heber Springs. Okay. So they were out there away from like the Hot Springs Central Arkansas crowd. I'd right. say they played a few shows in Central Arkansas. But what was it called? Today to, in History. Today in History. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they got anything online. They do. You do should they? totally go check it out. I will. YouTube. Okay. Yeah. YouTube. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking Bandcamp, like most. It might be, but I don't know. But definitely, yeah. If you want to hear okay. some old Will. Jake vocals, okay. that's, that's it, man. It's great. And so, uh, everybody listening. Yeah. Today in history, what was that one song called? I can't think of the name of the song. I'll find it. Yeah, you. Find I'm sure it. you'll have to scroll because now they promote by what's viewed the you know the yeah. most frequent. And they had like the T D H abbreviations. Okay. No T I H T I H today in, in history. history. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. Brain not rolling. So. Mm, you like to think good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So got him on the track, and then gosh, if you hear his screams from like the first stuff to now, it's just like so much progression. And so, um, well, that's a different thing. But uh, well, the more you do, you know. Yeah. More, Sounds it, like a expect- different person, honestly. I feel that. Yeah, man. Like so. the more you hone in on the craft, especially if you appreciate it, mm-hmm. you start to focus on like, oh, well, singing is actually an instrument. Well, what do I do with this instrument? How do I make it better? How do yeah. I do all this stuff? Yeah. Vocals are as hard as any other instrument. To Absolutely. Get down. Absolutely. Period. Absolutely. And then on our going back to our first tour ever in 2016, that's when uh, we were like hunting for a bass player because at the time we had always backtracked bass Fucking for bass players, the man. longest time. Yeah, right. So Jagger played uh, with Jacob in mm-hmm. a band in Our Friends Fall Silent. And so he just like said, well, why don't we take 
this guy I know Jacob with us on this tour. So before Jacob was even in the band, he's like getting thrown into this tour with us. And while we're <laughs> on yeah. the tour, we ask him to join the band full time. He lives up in Fayetteville, but he's been committed ever since. Like, Boom. Just always been there. It's so, all it takes, man. Yeah. Just commitment. You yep. want to be successful? Commit yourself. Yeah. That's he it. He fucking does it, man. That's it's, awesome. It's great. And so, yeah, we just started putting out our music after that, after we but, found a solid core group of people. Boom. But also lucky on you that you found a committed bass player immediately. Yeah. yeah he didn't play bass either. He played guitar. Like, go always, dude. That that's thing. What, it's that whole thing. I'm always saying that shit, dude. It's so hard to find a fucking bassist that's a bassist, bassist. on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> and they're almost always... Well, every single fucking person is playing guitar, so I guess I'll just play this bass. Like, hey, man, you got to play bass, okay? Yeah. We need a bass player. You can play guitar. <coughs> you surely can play bass. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> but the fact that you found a good one right off right? the bat is uh, it's, right? uh, it's actually a pretty swell. He made a good bass player, so good. worked out. Still killing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just finished tracking... For two new songs, actually, last this weekend. We've been doing that all weekend. Started on Friday at like 9, went till 5 a.m. And then started at 12 yesterday and went till midnight. So, mm. yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. So, was there a, are these going to be like one-off releases or are y'all yep. working on a new thing? This no. This is just like a. Two singles. Hell yeah. Yeah. I like that approach. I'm stoked on it, man. That's very cool. And they're, I w- oh God, I hope that. I- I don't want to say too much. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know it. how much blessing I right, have, right, right, but right. I will say that one of the songs is very unlike us, and cool. then the other song is like pretty true to the level sound. So okay, we'll see how they kind go of over. a little departure. There's yeah. nothing. That's why you make them one offs. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like here's something that we like, but might not be us. But here it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that shit. So we're we're anxious to see <laughs> where it goes. My uh, we're 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 like this close to finishing the lame Johnny record. And there's a song on there that I'm like, this doesn't fit. So let's put it as a one-off. That's a great idea. Release. And, you know, obviously, one, it gives you more content, which is what people crave. Yeah. People crave content. It's what plants crave. And then you you have, like, this thing. It's like, this is what we can do also. Yeah. And just kind of, you know, judge the reaction. Yeah. It's like a great, like, looking tool. Yes. Yeah. 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 Gonna analyze. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're one of... Not a you know a few local bands that get to like make that next progression. What was the what was the journey there? Like as far as you know, like you're playing music locally, you're starting a tour, and then all of a sudden, bigger things. Okay, yeah. Like, was this just like an A and R guy was just at this random show? Because you hear about that shit all the time, right? Oh, there was a band at Downtown Records that got signed because some guy was just there. There just so happened to be there. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like every other band I've been in has just every band I've been in, and the rest of the guys and levels have been in has always just been so itching to tour, and right. they never took the step. So when we got levels going, a little side note: levels was kind of a joke at first. Like, <laughs> let's make a band that's stupid heavy and just have fun with it, not trying to do anything serious. And then that was whenever we had some other members in mind. Mm-hmm. But then when I got with Rob and we started finding more people, it became serious. And we're like, okay, maybe we will actually do something with this. There you go. And so we immediately all got together and we're like, we want to tour. We wanted to tour for so long. So let's just fucking do it. Yep. So we just went off on 2016 and made so many connections. Yeah. And I feel like that kick started 
something for us. We're like, this is how you get shit done. Yeah. Just go out there and do it. You don't just sit around and wait on something to happen. It is. Well, it ain't going to happen to you. It's right. so rare. That's the yeah. rarest. Like you guys being signed is rare. Having it happen to you by just being the favorite local band is the most rare shit so ever. Rare. Yeah. You cannot, unless you like speak it into existence and yes. make it known that you got to make it known what you want or else nobody's going to know what you want. Right. So right. <clears throat> we, we just started thinking of ways we could catch attention and whatnot. And we wanted to start working with other people in the industry instead of keeping it all local to Arkansas. Like we love working with people in Arkansas sure. and we have, you know, handfuls of people that we always go to for certain things like, like drum tracking, vocal editing, vocal tracking, sure. stuff like that. And, um, but, you know, we outsource a lot, like find somebody who produced a band we really like or mm -hmm. a, Hit them up. a new single that sounds really good. And so we've, you know, worked with people in Texas and New York and L.A. And through that, getting a better polished product that sounds similar to another big band, like I think Slip, honestly, is the reason we got signed. Really? Because when we put that song out, uh, one of the A&R reps for Famine told us like, hey, I heard this song and saw it on YouTube and wanted to hit you guys up. So that's what landed us the record deal. Boo, was yeah. that one single. How about that? Yeah. You just never know when the time will come. You just don't, man. <laughs> yeah. You really just fucking don't. Unless it's like put together. You yeah. know, A&R reps uh, will sometimes just, hey, I know these eight talented people. Hey, guys, start a band. Right. Wasn't uh, it like... Woe is me like that or something or man I don't know but I do know uh like uh man what's that fucking Brendan Urie's band was like that oh wow really yeah Panic Pete Wentz oh. yeah Pete Wentz like set that whole fucking thing up wow that was one of those just like I know these people they can do this thing I want a band that I can you know I feel like kind of like control a little build a band workshop uh -huh. build a band <laughs> workshop that's a great way yeah. of fucking putting yeah <laughs> and but you know. It's whatever, man. That shit happens all the time. Fucking yeah. people come out and you're just like, oh, that's clearly a record company's like, here you go. Yeah. You know, but it is still just random. Like being talented enough to even know an A&R guy yeah. and then get your foot in that door and get in a made band. Still. You had to work up to yeah, that point. Incredibly challenging. As an individual. Yeah. yeah. Not, you know. 20 years of fucking guitar lessons or talent, you know, like yeah. playing all the shows in front of no one to get in front of someone. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're in like a shitty band and then somebody comes to your show, like an AR rep, they're like, this guy doesn't belong in this band. Right. That could make all the difference in the world. Like maybe that's not the band that you take off with, but you as an individual musician should always do your best and be your best because mm -hmm. you never know who's watching and maybe that's somebody right. could pick you up or even they another might just pluck you out of that band. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Like, well, you guys are looking for this uh, drummer. I saw this band three weeks ago that's a local here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You got to fucking see this guy. Mm -hmm. And then he's out there fucking, and then they, they go, hey, man, how about you don't want to do this bullshit and come over here with us? It is, exactly. And be in this, you know, lucrative uh, thing, which, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's debatable too. You got to put in, there's a lot more work after that contract sign. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so what's it been like <clears throat> since, man? Well, and I'm sure a lot of like, you know, other bands would want to know that because there's a lot of work. Yeah. People, it's not all fucking rainbows and unicorns. Once you sign that contract, it's not all just like, yeah, woohoo. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So 
when we first signed, you know, we we had the music pretty much ready to go. We were gonna drop our album in January of that okay. year, and then they, they told you to hold off. Oh probably. yeah, they yeah. they said, okay, here's the game plan. Mm-hmm. We work in quarters, so we're gonna have to push it to June. So we're talking yep. months down the line, and so since we already had um, the songs recorded, we were talking to them about budgeting for maybe some like higher, higher quality production or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they really wanted to focus the budget on press and right. media and outlets and such, mm-hmm. and so PR, yeah, PR yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so we self-produced, with the exception of Nathan Close doing some of the vocal product or doing all the vocal vocal production. Okay. So like editing and. Uh, like mixing the vocals too. Right, right. Getting I, them to sit properly. Yeah, and then he them just up. sent them to me and I popped them into my instrumental mix. And then we had the whole thing mastered by Joey Sturgis to kind of give it that professional polish, you yeah. know? Yeah. And he, that guy created fucking polish, man. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I was just talking about this the other day. To those people who are listening, Joey Sturgis got famous because of Attack Attack. Like he made that first record. And I don't know if. I know people like whatever feel one way or the other. I feel like Attack Attacks either love them or hate them. Yeah. I, I actually like the first two records I think are I love them. fantastic. I love them all the way up into the point um, where they released that one song without Caleb Shomo. Yeah. 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 That all singing song. Mm. That did it for me. It kind of left a bitter taste in my mouth. Yeah. But so what Joey did was he changed production. He's the guy. He mm-hmm. is the fucking guy. Yeah. That said, we can do this differently. Go listen to the first, the first Attack Attack album. Like, what is it? Sexual Man, Chocolate, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, there's the Someday Came Suddenly. Sunday, Someday Came Suddenly. Yeah. All those guitars sound insane. The drums sound insane. It's all 100% fake. Yeah. Well, are you- Dude, they recorded those guitars on six-string Ibanez GIOs. Oh, yeah. That tone is not- yeah, us Ibanez six string GI. Everyone knows what an Ibanez six string GIO is. That's the, most the entry Christmas level. guitar. Yeah, yeah you for- find that in your fucking stocking, yes. man. <laughs> but he created like that whole style. Yeah, that man, I, dude. I listen to his podcast. I follow him on Twitter and shit. Yeah. The have you have you ever listened to Unstoppable Badass or, or, recording, or recording Machine Badass? Machine? Yeah, dude. That's ridiculous. It is. That guy has all the knowledge. He knows too much. It's man. the best. Yeah. But so that's fucking awesome. I didn't know that. I wanted the people to know who Joey Sturgis is because I have a lot of respect for that guy. Same. I'm not a huge fan of like digital replacement of things. I'm kind of a purist when it comes to my own recordings. Yeah. But I 100% get it because I yeah. fucking love those Attack Attack records. They yeah. sound ridiculous. Yeah. And when you know how it was done, it's even more fucking ridiculous. Yes, so you're like, dude. dude he made that album in a in his friend's mom's garage. Yeah. In a shit, no air conditioning, no nothing. Shirts off. Yes. <laughs> and it sounds beautiful. He did like Prada, mm-hmm. A Mice and Men, Dude. Attila, like yeah. uh, We Came as Romans. He's, I mean, the guy, and now he lives like in fucking Michigan in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Just just doing podcasts. Like, I love it. I fucking love his story. I just enthralled with. I just wanted the people to know who Joey Sturgis was. If you're not familiar and you're interested in like production stuff and all that kind of things, he's the uh, guy. He's, he's one of the dudes right now. Yeah. He's definitely up there as far as him. Well, me personally, I give him all the credit for the new way of doing things. Yeah. He's the first kid that came along and went, 
I'm gonna try something different. Yeah. For metal, from the whole metal core. Dude, he's the guy that made making a record on your laptop doable. Yeah. I mean, he's the fucking guy. Yeah. There's not like, oh, it was coming. No. He started it, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like corn and, and new metal. Yeah. Which used to be called agro metal. I hate that they call it new metal now. Wow. They're the fucking reason it exists. Yeah. Like there was nothing else before them, and then they existed, and now every band on the edge sounds like that. And that just that doesn't happen. It's like a fucking comet coming around every Thank once you. in a while. Yes. You know? That's a giant pendulum between all these fucking haves and haves nots, and then the guy. Yeah. The guy. Joey Sturgis is the guy. I actually didn't know that, man. That's fucking awesome. Really? Yeah. That I was did. like big goal of all of ours. Oh, of course. Us being in the bands we used to be in, mm-hmm. we knew he was the guy. Of course. So we're like, big band goals. Got to work with him on some form or another. So, Any level. Producer, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Like, let's get him in here. I mean, something. ideally, you want to go to his studio, mixing and mastering and all that. But we're like, Wait, you Minnesota know. Minnesota or some shit? I think it's <clears throat> No, Min- it's Michigan. It's, right. it's Michigan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Crazy story, actually, since we're on Joey Sturgis. I, I won this contest once, and I got to have a phone call with him. For real? I swear. Was it from the podcast? No, it was just from like a random Instagram something. And so I just called him. We just like talked for 40 minutes, man. I was fangirling a little bit on the inside. <laughs> of course. But I wasn't showing it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough so. guy, man. Hey, what's up, Joey? Like, we're friends forever, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's really freaking cool. Like, I just never thought that would happen in a million years because I, I, I highly regard that guy. You oh, know? sure, man. Yeah, so. I get it. Trust me. I've, I've met some people that I'm like... Keep it don't, cool. show it, don't show it, don't show it, don't show it, don't show it. And in the back of your mind, you're just like, yeah, man, what's up, dude? And you know, yeah. you're screaming. Yeah. Yes. I just fangirling the fuck out, just trying to be cool. I get it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That That's was how it feels. That was me uh, only a few times, mm-hmm. but Ryan Dunn. Oh, man. Uh, just like, don't, don't, don't be an idiot. Don't yeah. say anything fucking stupid. Just, you know, say hi, like <laughs> shake his hand, be like, cool, be cool, be cool. <laughs> make him think you're cool. And, uh, the the Green Day dudes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Damn. to I got to be Trey Cole's drum tech for a day, mm. and in the back of my mind, I was like, just don't, <laughs> don't fuck this up. Damn, like, dude, it's not even my moment because <laughs> Green Day doesn't give a fuck who I am. Yeah, but you know, just just be cool, be cool. Yeah, just be cool. <laughs> a tough one. When it's you're tough like one, dude. in front of somebody yeah. who you fuck. It's like the first album I ever bought was Dookie. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So many thoughts you want to yeah. scream. <laughs> oh shit okay okay (laughs) (laughs) i love that yeah uh it was pretty amazing and then he gave me a whole set of drum heads and then i played on them and then i still have them i would keep them yeah yeah. they're in they're in my shed in a box tucked away nice i'll be getting like shadow boxes thought about it you know my room here it's all decorated i thought about i thought about that yeah definitely don't just hang them out though like in, they gotta be in some right. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Want me to sign them?" And for some reason, I was like, "No, I'm gonna play on them." <laughs> well, so I was like, "Well, I'm broke, and you just gave me free drum heads that are brand new, so I'm gonna right, use these." Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to wear the signature off. Yes, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, so Jerry Joey Sturgis, boom, start. Yeah, he mastered it. So that was some good, you know, like something we could say and have people be like, okay, that's cool and whatnot. So we kind of took care of all the production and all that shit ourselves. And then famine doesn't handle anything but PR stuff. So like they weren't handling booking or anything like that. The sole focus is on the album. Okay. And so 
really with our contract, it revolves not around levels being on the label necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like their focus is that one album in particular. That goes for like lots of bands, I'm sure. So like even after say a day to remember, they're not with Fearless anymore. Okay, but they still own that album yes. that they released forever. So it's like uh, buying a vintage car. It's more for the next value, you know. Yeah. It's it's something you sit on and let it gain yes. interest. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's an investment. It's an investment. So they're investing in you, and then hopefully they you know turn a profit or whatever. But famine right. really does care about like the artists that they sign and that they have on there. So, um. After that, we had to get so much shit together, like Mm -hmm. promos, biography, like pitches, Mm -hmm. little like excerpts for the radio that say like, this is so-and-so, you're listening to, whatever. Yep. Like just all the most random shit. And (laughs) there's All the things no one thinks about. Right. There's a setup sheet, right? And Uh you just got to go off and check the list of everything you got to get and send to them. So... Between January, when the music was completely done, and we're just sitting on this music until June, waiting around. Yep. And so he shot some music videos and started releasing singles. And uh, by the time it dropped, like, after that was done and we got the push or whatever, like, the past couple months have been, like, pretty silent since mm-hmm. we haven't been talking about a new album or whatever, but... We're still obligated to do another album with Of them. course, of course. So, yeah. No contract's going to be for one album. Yeah. They're going to get you for at least two. Yeah, unless yeah. you're like some really hot shit. Like, Well, if it explodes, then there's like that, the band gets some power because it's like, hold on a second. Right. I know we got this second album on deck, but look here, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, if you want another million copies sold, we're going to have to get some of them. You ducats. damn right. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. I get it. Yeah. So, <laughs> you do... You got to figure out what leverage you have and what you don't have. Right. So that's important. And there is like a, you know, there's a decent amount of pull, push and pull there, but you don't want to be too cocky. Right. Because if they fire your ass, you're on deck for all of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you want to live out the contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. There are some ins and outs of the record industry that are, you know, you just want to like, you don't want to go too strong, mm-hmm. but you don't want to just bend over and take Right. Take it. Right. You want to kind of like feel it out, you know, and especially like, you know, I don't know. Did you guys like hook up with like a booking agency for your live stuff or? We have for a while. We had a booking agent pretty shortly after the album released. And then we just didn't quite see eye to eye with him. Mm -hmm. And so we let him go. Um, the, The head agent at the agency took us on, but... We haven't been doing anything with him since then. Yeah. And yeah, I think we're about to change that pretty soon. Right. Like we're about to probably be on the hunt for somebody new. Yeah. So, yeah. As, as of now, though, we've been self-booking. Yeah, that's fun, but it also comes at a cost of time. Because yeah. that's a lot of emailing and finding things out. I'm like, okay, well, what about this? And We'd much rather have somebody do it for us. 100% mm-hmm. takes away, I mean, most of the headache, you know? Yeah. I really, um, that's the hardest part, man. Yeah. It's just like being passive enough, but also aggressive enough yeah. to like get that deal. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a door deal, but if we sell past this number, can we like get a little bit more maybe? Yeah, you want that back end I want bonus, that back end bonus, whatever, yeah. You know? I, you're already taking 10% of my fucking merch, and guess what? We're going on fucking 
uh, gross, not net or whatever it is. Net, not gross. Yeah. I can't remember. Like we had to pay to have these made. Right. We're charging $4 more than what we did. You're getting a cut off that $4. Yes. Fuck you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Man. Dude, I heard a rapper talk about that one time and I was like, sold. Fuck every venue that tries to get a merch cut from me yes. and wants more than what the fuck I'm making off of it. That's, I need, I've never heard that. Dude, it changed my life. I was like, <gasps> dude, yeah, you pay like four to $6 a shirt. It's genius. Like, no, you get what, what extra we're charging. You get interest on, you get 10% of that. Yeah. You don't get 10% off the six it cost me to make this motherfucker. Make you right. had nothing to do with that. Right. Dude. Dude, changed my life. Luckily, I've only had to pay out one merch cut, so I'm it glad becomes, I caught this yeah. now. Yeah, you it just becomes, saved my life for the future. <laughs> it becomes a lot more common, you know, yeah. when you're doing like those structured tours, man. Yeah. Ugh. Can't tell you how many times I've had to sit with like a, a like a tour manager. Yeah. Like one, two, three, four, five. I gotta count all five hundred of these fucking shirts. You're not gonna sell five hundred shirts. Yeah. You're in Arkansas. Yeah. You'd be lucky if there's nineteen people here. <laughs> Especially the era I was working, man. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh fucking we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. We're on a come up. Thank yeah. God. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah. So I know you're not at liberty to say, but that's exciting. Two new like singles. Yeah. That's pretty badass. Very That'll be exciting exciting. to listen to. It's going to be unlike anything we've it's, released before. That's good because I'm a guy that likes departure. Yeah. I'm one of those. I'm not one of those. Are you fucking selling out? Like I'm like, cool. Like what else and, can you do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I get it too, man. It's like, dude, writing the same shit over and over gets Boring. Yes. And as a creative, I use heavy air quotations. Yeah. Dude, sometimes I want to write some different shit. Mm -hmm. What if I want to put an acoustic song on my hardcore album? Why the fuck do you care? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. dude. Why not? Yeah. Hey, here's some other shit I'm interested in. Oh, you didn't like that? Well, maybe I won't do it on the next one. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you never know. Unless you try. Yeah. What's going to stick and what's going to not. So, yeah. And sometimes, man, yeah, we all fucking have those stinkers. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, fuck the band. I mean, all the bands I've ever been in, we like play a song like three or four times and you're like, this ain't it. Yeah, dude, that ain't (laughs) it, bro. I don't think anybody's responding to that. Like when I was writing for Lame Johnny, we were, we didn't know what the fuck we wanted to do. So we just wrote basically five different ass songs. Yeah. It's like whatever sticks. And then there was one song that we loved personally. I mean, we wrote it. So of course, you know, they're all like your little babies. Right. Right. And you, and you cultivate them and they, and you make them your own. And we worked really hard on it. But at the end of the day, man, in the set, it was like a Not, big old stinker. That's how we feel, man. Mm-hmm. Like we've cut songs that don't feel right to play live, but they sound good. Right. On the recording. Right. Are you guys, are you guys, okay, so let's like jump ahead, maybe like some idea stuff. I know sure. we, we won't harp on the two singles because I know how that is. You're not at liberty to say much. Yeah, but, keep it on um, DL. Yeah, keep it on that DL. So there's like a few approaches to making like an album, especially being like a sign band. Yeah. Is there like this, hey, let's go in. We have these ideas. We've been working on them for a couple years now. We've been touring, riffing out things. So are you going in with like these 20, we're going to cut back to 10 or 11? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah, that's okay. the way we... Because some bands write in studio, mm-hmm. like they keep it fresh as fuck, but I feel like you run into issues with that because now all the songs kind of have that same vibe. Yeah. We write our songs across massive spans of time, Good. usually. Yeah, so that's the way I like it too. You just never know, like you 
sit on this one mm-hmm. riff bank is what we like to call them where it's not really a cohesive song i'm stealing that yeah it's just a riff bank yeah, song i'm man. stealing that and so we just take it so i have you, so baby. many of those and so so you like you'll write a full ass song and you're like this doesn't really sound like a song mm-hmm. it's more like a collection of these ideas maybe all these are songs yes each like this verse that's a song is a song that chorus, that belongs in another song. song. But you've just compiled them into this one uh-huh. song. Yeah, it's not a song. Franken song is Franken really what song. it is. It's like, why is yeah. there 16 tempo changes in this one oh, song? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we we do that. We, um, we'll have like bits and pieces that are maybe a minute, and then we'll have other ideas that are... Oh, we'll have bits and pieces yeah. that are like a minute, and then we'll have other ideas that are like three minutes long mm-hmm. and whatnot. And so... We could have, like for the album, I want to say we probably had 15 yeah. different things or maybe even up to 20 and then like the 10. And then cut back. Yeah. Yeah. Cut back. So are y'all like, are y'all going in, you're fleshing out these solid 20 ideas and then hearing the demos back and being like, yeah, maybe this song isn't fit for this record. These 10 are solid and these other like six or so are just kind of like. Uh, they you know like meh. we've never really um we've never <coughs> made it so far as to flesh out the unusable stuff that okay. we see so like we won't take it as far as demoing out all 20 songs oh, okay. for example we'll okay. just we'll de- we'll demo out the good ones that we really like you know what i'm saying the ones that feel the most yeah levelly or whatever we'll yeah. call it yeah, yeah. like your like, stuff yeah. yeah yeah and so uh i mean might be beneficial to try to flesh out the other ones because you never know what happened. But then again, they're also sitting there right now, and we could go to them like even in this next month if we wanted to a song from 2017, right? See what it turns into, right? I sometimes uh, <clears throat> uh, we actually had this idea for not the album we're working on, but the next one. We're always like we're too far ahead of ourselves. <laughs> uh, we're like, man, what if, what if we revisited some shit? from 10 years ago. Yeah. But we're on this new kick in my other band that I drum in. And what if we kind of brought that into our new focus? Like this one riff, just pluck that riff right out of that song that no one's heard in a decade. Yeah. So don't worry. No one's going to, it's going to be new to everyone. It'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just wrote a song around that whole body of like that one riff. That one riff. That's yeah. so cool. I love shit like that. Yeah, me too. So much. We actually, uh, uh, me and uh, Justin were out there and I was like, uh, Hey, I got this, I got this idea for this song, uh, midway through, I'm going to do <laughs> midway through. I'm going to do a rap. <laughs> yeah. And my hands to war song, dude. Okay. <laughs> but it's still insane. Yeah. Like I figured, I figured it out and I was like, okay, uh, Justin get on the drums. Like I want it to sound like this and here's the guitar parts. And he was like, okay, well what, a, what about like this too? Me and him do a lot of like, Okay, that's cool, but what about this way? Yeah. Yeah, and it just kind of came up, and I was like, but what if at the end, we took this from this song, poop, and just stuck it right at the end? Oh, man. Because it's perfect. It yeah. fits. Like the, uh, Justin is a music guy, whatever. Uh, I can be like, Justin, does this note fit this note? And he'll be like, no, it's that note. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. He knows the, like. Theory. Theory. That's it. Theory, yeah. Yeah, so he was like, oh, dude, that would work. And I'm yeah. like, 
Sweet. <laughs> Give you a thumbs up there. So in five years, you'll hear a cool song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just, we're it's, so far you gotta, ahead. You got to build it, man. It's like Legos yeah. on songs. Yeah. I love that. Do you guys that, do yeah. that too? Do you, does anybody tab it out or are you guys all? We like, tab it out. You do? I do all MIDI bass for our songs. What are you using? Fruity Loops or? Uh, I use Cubase. Cubase. Yeah, Cubase. And so we'll write the guitar parts and then I'll go in and I'll MIDI out the bass lines for like the whole song. Mm-hmm. Send Jagger and Jacob the MIDI bass and they'll translate it over to tabs. Right. And then we come in after they learn it and track it all. Isn't that great? Yes. That's kind of how we do it too. We yeah. do it all through Tux. Okay. Uh, Again, Justin's a whiz kid, and he'll just sit there and be like, beep, boop, beep, here's a whole yeah. song. Mm. Jagger used to do that. They used to, like, write full songs on tabs. Yeah. Like, not even riff it. They just, like, got in there and programmed yeah, it. Yeah, no. So. Not, never heard it a day in their life. Never yeah. played it on a guitar and just knew what they yeah. wanted. That's him. He it's does crazy. that, too. I can it, see that. Yeah, it makes me angry. Uh, but I can't. The, the only thing we do is when we come to practice, we'll be like, okay, let's play it. And then I'll be like, I have a thought. I'm usually, I'm almost always the guy that's like, let me push back on that a little bit. Yeah. Let me change this, Phil, because one, you wrote it way past my skill level. Yes. Oh, I feel that. <laughs> Luckily, I write the drums on that stuff, but like I've wrote things that I'm like, no, I'm, I can't do that. You write past your own playing yeah. ability. You're like, uh, yeah, actually, you know what? Take out about 15 of those notes. <laughs> it can be beneficial like to push yourself, but sometimes you just really went way too far ahead. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh... I don't really know what it would be. Probably like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nah, I can't do that. A five tuplet quad kick. <laughs> Some craziness like that. You got to hit it with your feet and the drumsticks. That's the trick. Oh my God. Yeah, Why have we tr- not thought of that before? I don't know, man. Mm. I actually used to fool around with like uh, when we thought we were the chariot uh-huh. before we grew out of that phase. <laughs> I used to fool around with like hitting all the parts of the drum kit. It's like cymbal stand. That's a piece. Oh hit my it. gosh. Yeah, yeah. Like kick drum. Hit the kick drum with a stick. Hit the like, wood. Yeah, yeah. Hit the wood. Love it. Yeah. I don't Love do it. it too much anymore. Not too much. Just still songs, do it. Just the songs that we still play. But Amazing. as far as like writing in new stuff, it's so here's the only thing I want to do is I want to write a fucking drum part where I'm holding the cymbal. Like and hitting oh, it. Oh, the uh stand? No, no, no. No. Just the cymbal itself. Yeah. Just muted as fuck, trashy. Just yeah. I want a drum part where I'm playing one-handed and I'm hitting the stand as I'm holding it. It would work very well, dude. I think it wolf that band for sure. Yeah. Like here's some crazy shit you never seen before. This guy hates cymbals. Yes. (laughs) Or anyone, the singer can hold it. Yeah. You know? Do you ever get in those modes too, where you're like, dude, I just want to, I just want to do something different. Like, just hear me out. Oh, yeah. Like, loop oh, that yeah. fucking part over and over, and let me just feel yeah. the part out. We definitely do that. Unless we all decide on, um, well, if, if one person, if it, if all four of us approve, and then the last person just like, I don't like it. We're like, all right, let's do something else. Damn, you all have absolute veto power? Yeah. Nice. Absolute. Bands listening, that's a huge deal. We have that, too, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. We will hear it out at least. I feel really lucky because I feel like the guys usually trust my ear on certain things. Mm-hmm. So like I really try to push for, I'm always the guy in the seat, like recording them and doing stuff. Okay. So, yeah. 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 Um, engineering. Yeah. I engineer yeah. it. So like, I'm lucky that they trust me on some things. So like I'll push for like the certain thing. I'm like, just trust me. It's going to be good on this <laughs> yeah. part. And so usually we'll go with it, but sometimes they'll just be like, no, don't like it. I'm like, okay, let's toss it. Right. Or let's try your thing 
Have you ever done that? Well, A, B the two. Yeah, A, B it. Yep. yep. That's a good move. Which means basically stack the parts, mute one. Let's see how it sounds with yeah. this. Let's see how it sounds, sounds with like that. that. Okay, you were right. Fuck, I'm going to swallow my pride here. Delete. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do that so much where I have an idea in my head and I'll sit there and I'll be telling them how to play the guitar. I'm like, it goes like, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then they'll they'll play it exactly what I heard in my head. I'm like, that does not sound good on the guitar as it did in my head. You know, now that I'm thinking of it, Maybe I need a snack. Yeah. yeah. Just, let's just stop for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I do that. Too, take a man. five. <clears throat> I <laughs> poor poor Justin. I keep coming back to that bastard, but he's. I'll be like, yo, I'm on this, man. Like I'll make a chord. Yeah. And I'm like, I love this chord. What's the backwards of that? And he goes, and he knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking yeah. about, man. And he's like, uh, it'd be this, 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 and this. And I'll be like, okay. And I have to like. Take your other hand and move your fingers. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, that one. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, that's it. That's it. And then I have to train myself that chord progression. You're lucky you have him because none of us know music theory, man. Dude, trust me. That I've been playing music with him for, I think, going on 11 years now. Wow. Y'all just understand each other. Yeah. No, we're linked now. Yes, man. It's internal. I can say what's the backwards of this, and he fucking knows Knows. what that means. He knows. That is awesome. Because that is not normal. No. <laughs> I'm like, Justin, I'm so fucking stupid. Uh, I can't even describe what I'm trying to say properly. <laughs> but he he already read your mind ahead of time, man. Dude, and even well, uh, in uh, in Lame Johnny, I, tr- I do most of the... We all kind of have our own lane. Like, we all get to write our part. Yeah. it's a, it's a it, We always have... Each have a third. And we all get to do our own thing. And some we're like, we'll do what you guys do. We'll throw advice in. Yeah. And he's written like three of the guitar parts. And we did a show, like a showcase show before we were like, I don't know. It's just something to do. Yeah. We had a show out here. And, uh, I was, I was telling my friends of mine, I was like, Hey man, check, tell me what three parts Justin wrote. We'll play the whole set. And I got done and they went this one, this one, this one. I was like, yeah, you're exactly right. You <laughs> it was pretty obvious. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Lately we've been, well, for these singles, mm-hmm. we've decided in, since we can't go to a studio, and like have a producer that we don't know, like listen in on the songs and like tell us that sucks or that's good, right. change this. We wanted to get as close to that as we could to get outside of the band. So like we brought in um, Nathan to listen to the songs and we're going to be working with him. Nathan Close, we've been working with him on the vocal tracking on Tuesday, actually. Oh, really? And so like he's listened to the songs and gave feedback. And then other people like... Um, our friend Nick Sellers, he plays in a band called Reflect Refine, mm-hmm. and we toured with them once. And he actually filled in on the last on one of our last tours for us on guitar. And so, like, we sent it to him, got feedback. So we've just kind of been sending it out to some key people. Smart. And my friend, they they all have their own um, niche. So like Nathan looks at it at the production side of things, and then <clears throat> Nick looks at the guitars because he's a guitar player. Mm-hmm. And my buddy Quinn McGraw up in British Columbia has been analyzing like the vocals very heavily. And so it's really been nice to like get a take outside of levels on it's cool what we could actually, possibly change. Uh, you're you're purposefully doing that. Yeah. Uh, you know, young. I feel like especially when you're in a young band, you don't take those criticisms too hot. Right. And you tend to push back. Yeah. But You're really, like, oh, man, fuck you. I want to do what exactly. my band wants, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. My band. Well, there's the problem. <laughs> Your band sounds like something only you would listen to. Yeah. 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 Those so. guys' job is to make sure it's as palatable as possible. Yeah. 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 We want, we want lots of ears on it, you know? 
smart man i think so. that's a lesson a lot of bands could learn is like you know that produce that producer role is a big role yeah it's not just sitting there and clicking the record button no. and saying yeah, that was a good take. But there's a reason, you know, people pay Ross Robinson a fucking million dollars to come and sit and listen. Yeah. Because he's going to tell you exactly, you know, that guy's ear's so fucking in tune. He's just going to be like, yo, this song is dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to be like, excuse me, what? Yeah. And he's going to challenge everything you know about that song until you make it the best song you can. Yep. You got to be very open-minded. <clears throat> you really do, man. Mm-hmm. And maybe those days of telling someone their song is that bad is probably over, you know, maybe, maybe depends, but I guess sometimes you need it. Yeah, you do. Like I, I've, been, I've been trying to do that more to even myself, mm-hmm. like go back and listen to parts and be like, Hmm, maybe this song isn't, isn't worth, you know, putting out even yeah. period. Yeah. Or maybe like this one bridge is just so off putting. Let's just change that one part. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of that. It even comes down to, it can come down to like a single note in a riff, literally one note. It can come down to the way that you transitioned from one note to the next note yeah. or the next riff. Like it can come down to those very tedious things. Sometimes when we're tracking, I will take like a we'll we'll track the bass. I'll let him I'll let Jacob run the whole thing. And then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna four count you in and you play this one note. And I'll yep. patch it in there, you know? Yep. Like, it just needs to be that clean and that clear and the right one, you know? I Yeah, especially for, like, that type of music. Yeah. Like, where, where everything's just precise and you have, like, this precision element to, like, yeah. your style. Well, I like that about my other bands because they're sloppy, so we get away with a lot. It's like, it's just noise. Yeah. And I carried that into the other band, too. It's just like, it's just like, half the song is me just hitting harmonics, strumming the guitar pick because I'm a terrible guitar player. <laughs> I don't think so, <laughs> but it adds to the, but it adds to the uniqueness and also adds to the live show because I have this weird rule where if I can't sing and play it, I won't play it. Yeah. Yeah. So it gets me in a lot of trouble mm, as far as like making a song that is like uh progressively different than the last song. Sometimes <clears> I get in like that mode where I'm like, you know, yeah, well I did the chuggy chuggy thing on this song. Let me do the chunky chunky thing on this song too. And they like some of the songs I've noticed, dude, especially like having them recorded. I'm like, fuck, that's the same song. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get into trouble with like speaking of not being able to play and sing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like I'll write something on drums, MIDI drums. I'm like, I can't play this and sing at the same time. Yeah. I have like this uh, go to bank of drum beats that I can play and also sing. And to also at the same sing. Time. That's right, dude. <laughs> So the that's yeah. the best one, man. Oh, it was man. like, okay, in this course, man, I'm just gonna go big, crash, kick, snare. And then I can sing to that. Yeah. Like, don't put any hi-hat articulations in there. Please, God, don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too real. Yeah, too real. It's like, uh, I even tried one time on a Tom thing, and I was just like, nope, mm-hmm. brain ain't having it, bro. You're gonna have to sing or I'm gonna have to change the part. Yeah, I've I've uh I've written some things that really challenged me though. So I'm like, I'm working on that. I'm working to change all that where I can. We're in the same boat. Yes. I'm currently doing that right now. Dude, it's great. It's a good feeling too. Once you finally get there, like you think you can't, you're like, I'm never going to be able to do that. I'm never going to be able to do this. Then you, you like, I swear to God, like sometimes I will try and then I'll sleep on it. And the next day, right. You dreamt. 
and you changed your brain yes. formula. I sw- dude, dude, it's I try to thing. describe that shit to people all the time, man. I'm like, I woke up and just knew how. I knew how to do it, yeah. dude. Absolutely. I call them aha moments. Yes, like aha. Uh-huh. Oh. That's how you fucking do it. Dude, I'm so glad you know about that. <laughs> Dude, it's like, it's the only way I get better. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go to sleep thinking about it, dream about it, and then wake up and be like, man, I can do that. Gee, I was an <laughs> idiot, dude. I'm sorry. I like, I go into it with the mentality, like, I'm going to practice this today and I'm not going to be able to do it. But <laughs> I know tomorrow I will. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I really started doing that. I was, I, was, uh, I was having a conversation. I was like, man, I need to get better, man. Like, I feel like I'm just... I'm stuck in like the, I've been doing the same shit for too long, you know, like, you know, you mm-hmm. get a rut. Yeah. I, I was like that for a long time on the drums. Yeah, man. It, you know, and I was just kind of like, well, we wrote that first thing when we came back and I just kind of like, eh, you know, I'm not going to focus too much on it. But then I started being like, dude, I'm writing like the same shit I wrote on the last album and just yeah. different patterns. I'm like, nah, I can't do that. So I've really been trying to push myself outside the, comfort zone that's what you got to do yeah dude and it's been working man we were jamming the other night i think it was last monday actually we practiced every monday and i just started doing this crazy fucking snare kick roll combo thing with like hi-hat just on like the third Uh which i'm terrible at thirds (laughs) and me and justin are just staring at each other like what the fuck is happening right now? And I'm like, just keep going. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm just like excited. Like, fuck man, just keep playing the thing. And then I started doing, you know, so you can go or you can half it. And I started doing that on my own. And I was just like, dude, like it didn't even come to you. You don't know how you're doing it, but you're doing it. I'm just doing it. I was so fucking in the moment that I just was like, I've always wanted to learn how to do that. Like skip the beat. Yeah. Skip every other beat, but still have the drum roll going. Oh, I love that. <sighs> mm, I just awesome. had one. I had one like last Monday, dude. And that's even Justin, awesome. when, they, when we were done, because practice was over, me and him like yeah. to fuck around. And he was just like, what the fuck was that? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Can you do it again though? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that's that one of those too. things you have to come back to yeah 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 you ever do that like play something and be like oh shit oh oh shit oh no what was i doing yes and then many, you have to like try times. to figure it out many many times oh, and if i'm ever like videoing something then it's like i can't do the thing in front of the video camera you know right it's like it only happened right then and there maybe it's it'll come back one day i do that with guitar all the time man i'll be writing guitar riffs <clears> and be like i'm gonna film it now I just played it 19 times perfect. Camera's on. No go, bro. Nope. <laughs> plink, plink, plink. It sounds like a fucking guitar, guitar hero, hero novice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Dude, what time is it? You want to wrap this shit up? Sure. Let's do it. Awesome, dude. Oh, thank you so much, man. Thank you, man. I this have been, been looking forward to this. I have too, actually. I was like, dude, that's fucking great, man. He, Especially when you told me you were in film school, I was like, well... The first half of this shit's going to be nerdy. <laughs> nerdy, nerdy. I love that. So if you made it through and you made it to the level stuff and all that stuff, thanks everybody for listening. Don't plug all your stuff, man. Okay, well, my band is Levels. Um, I also run Colossal Recordings out of Conway, Arkansas. So if any bands are looking to get um, produced and get some high-quality polished recordings, maybe take your songs up to the next level, I would love to work with you and hear what you have. Um I love doing engineering and bringing new ideas to the table and helping bands work through any problems they might be having with their songs or whatnot. So 
definitely hit me up for that. Um, be on the lookout for some new levels music in probably the next couple months, hopefully. That would be exciting if we could make it happen that fast. We're definitely working on it. So trying to think. Go it, support. What's the Instagrams and Facebooks? Okay, so you can find us on Facebook. Uh, type in, if you ever try to tag us in anything, by the way, you got to do at levels AR or mm-hmm. else it'll pop up all kinds of other weird shit. Like a level, <clears throat> like an actual level. Like a, le- a bubble level. <laughs> like a bubble level. <laughs> yeah. Or like like levels, we level your house for you. Oh, I don't know. right. I don't know. Right. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, something really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, Instagram is Levels AR. You can find us all across the board on like Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, all that good stuff. All the normal things. And then, yeah, go support all these up-and-coming bands because they are going to be the fucking what's what's making it happen, you know? Right. For the next you generation of music. Too? Yeah. I do too, man. Yeah. Something really special is going on with those bands. I agree. Yeah. It really is. Uh, also, the 15th, this is Tuesday. This Saturday, Maxine's Hot Springs, Arkansas. I think it's five fucking dollars. Five dollars to get in. Go for gold, levels, and no remorse. That's just the order I remembered them in. You guys yeah. are headlining. Yes. It's going to be fucking insane. For five dollars, <sighs> you're an asshole for not coming. Just Tw- come. 21 and up, though. That's true. Bring your ID. Sorry if you're not 21. Well, it's, I think they allow smoking or something. So, like, yeah. I think that you have to be 21 to even walk in the building. Yeah. But, uh, it's still worth it, man. If yeah. if you're 21 and you're looking for some shit to do, this is the spot. I'm going to be there. Come say hi. Don's going to be there. Hey. Come say hi. <laughs> yes, sir. But we are CrashCast Pod on everything except Twitter, which I'm thinking about abandoning. Everybody keeps telling me, no, do Twitter. And I'm like, oh, God. I don't have a Twitter. Dude, so. I hate it. <laughs> it's just become so stale. But uh, maybe, 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 who knows? Yeah. Uh, wherever it takes off is where I'm going to go the most. There I feel like go. my Instagram does the best. So that's yeah. CrashCast Pod. And on Twitter, we're CrashCast Pod One for the whole post I make a month. Uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> dude, thank you so much again. Thank you. Everyone go check out Levels. They're fucking awesome. They're an Arkansas local who fucking did the damn thing right. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Yeah.